there used to be a time where meeting a man's mother for the very first time was deemed very special and he saw you as the one. Oh, honey, but they have taught us women the wrong thing for so long and we need to fucking wise up and start seeing this shit for what it is. The way that a man treats all his romantic partners is a reflection of how his mother treats herself and how she allows other men to treat her as well. Just because you meet his mother doesn't mean shit. Do not trust her when you first meet her. And trust me, she's going to be on her best behavior. She's going to be fake, phony, and she's going to size you up to see if you're anything trifling like she is. Or if you're sweet and you can be played. Because she has trained her son to use and abuse and play good women. And she will often team up with that toxic ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, ex-baby mama that's a piece of shit like she is. I'll treating you like you're garbage because she knows you're a better woman than she is. That <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. Yo, man. Yeah, that shit. Listen, I don't know who the fuck that was. Bro, is it your mom? No. No, it's not my mom, but the like, same. Let's unpack this. But I'm, I know. I'm just saying it's the same. The what? same. Who was that? Was that anybody of, of importance Child, somebody or somebody that somebody with a 200 likes that went 200 follows that got no, went that viral? that shit went viral. Yeah. So here's the thing. She started off smooth, and, and I'll say that. She started off saying, uh, you know, um, just really just kind of not j- just generalizing saying some men and all this. And then she kind of just got real specific and saying, and at the end of this opinion, towards the end of this statement, it was just like her opinion was fact to say that she pretty much didn't say some men. She just said women mothers will train their sons to treat all women like shit. And that's like, which comes first the chicken or the egg? Cause like at this point, like with genetically what, modified food, I don't know. Like what? Like like <laughs> I don't I don't agree with that shit. I really just don't. I don't think it's right. Um, now yes, there are dudes out there with bad situations with their mom and all that, but not every dude is like that. And the reason why I'm against what she's saying because she stated as if it was all women, all women with kids that have sons. That's what they're gonna do. It, well, it, well, Alex. Um, not every woman is like I'm gonna that, say though. this. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> the way that the the relationship that black women sometimes have with their sons is incestuous sometimes. Like y'all think that this man is your boyfriend. And then when your mama get a boyfriend who don't work or, you know, whoop her ass and all of this, mm-hmm. you know. Shit gets weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is not all women. This is not all men. But I I think that a lot of people could resonate with this clip if they have dated somebody whose mom was slightly toxic or uh, had a negative influence over the son. I think even guys could say that, that their dad, like a woman's father may mm-hmm. be negatively, you know, Absolutely. there are women who are like, well, my dad does everything for me. And so like, I just expect anyone that I date to be like my dad. Like, yeah. no, bro, yeah. that's weird. Like I'm not your daddy. True, so true, like that true, doesn't work. True. So I say that to say sometimes the boundaries that we have, I mean, Jim Jones and his mom was French kissing. I, I don't, if Definitely anybody was. has seen them two niggas on reality TV, it makes sense why she'd be wilding Chrissy like that now because yeah. y'all got something going on yeah. like yeah. this shit is wild yeah. so are there toxic moms yes. yes I think that they don't get enough light though 
because I think a lot of the focus is often on dads who are not around or toxic fathers or women with daddy issues and all of this, but nobody really takes the time to unpack men who have mom issues and it is, it significantly impacts them in terms of how they parent, how they show up for relationships, how they interact with women, period. Because like for a woman, your first love, your first experience with a man is your father, right? Yeah. So when you start to see things that are less than stellar in terms of like your dad being a womanizer or abusive or, you know, even if he is home, Mm because some people like, well, I grew up in a two parent home. But was your dad present? If your dad is up in the office all the time with the door closed, like Nate's dad with dirty videos. A little euphoria. That's weird. A little, a little euphoria. Like, you know, you can people maintain these looks, mm-hmm. but they're not good. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't internalize it that it's all men. I don't. And I didn't internalize that clip that it's everybody because I know men who have phenomenal fucking mothers. Yeah, I'm just like, saying it's it's really just how she said it. If you play it back I mean, again I and hear, you. she it's literally. Not a trial. She, I understand. No, no, no. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> courts will please just review it one more time. No, you but wasn't even there. Your honor for real. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but if you listen to it, you'll hear like she went from being general to just being like, like to it started off as an opinion mm-hmm. and then it went to fact. But I, I want to say this: I think what we do sometimes to people, period, with with the internet stuff. Things that people post in terms of these clips and stuff come mm-hmm. from a place, right? Yeah, clearly. Right. He was like, no, I don't not know that it's necessarily. But I think I think but I think we hurt. need to stop saying like who hurt you sometimes. Like no, she because hurt. it sometimes things just come from a place. Like I have had just because I've had the experience doesn't necessarily mean that I'm hurt. It, you know, it, like it just you, left a bad taste in my mouth and I ain't really like it, that. Man, listen, you can't it, it piss on be. my leg and say it's raining. I my hear nigga, you. It's, you I are hear hurt. You. you feel some type of I way. I hear you, but sometimes there's, there, there's a lot of things that people have hurt, done like, to me. I'm not hurt, yeah. but I, it's like, bitch, I see you. There's it, it, different <laughs> levels of hurt. You I, know, I don't mean like crying, MJB in the corner, all that, but it could be like... But it's like when men are allowed to spew whatever they say about women, it's okay, right? Because like we say, we've said all women are not queens all yeah, the time right everybody is not fucking amazing mm-hmm. you know everybody doesn't always have something good about them right. like they don't well look this is not a because this is women on women crime at, no in this no situation. no but I'm, just saying, so, like, I'm as just saying as a person i don't think and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be very transparent right now oh but i have never dated anybody who has a healthy relationship with who has had excuse me a healthy relationship with their parent Like there is no man that I've dated from high school to present day who has a healthy relationship with their parent, like specifically mother. Yeah. Like, no, it's not there. So in seeing this and how it happens, how you view this person that you first connect with, that Mm -hmm. she was in the womb with, like you, y'all have a connection and there's some like disconnect you know, or the son is looked at as a boyfriend in a sense, like what you going to buy me, what you going to do for me? I need money. Or like I've dated niggas who mothers speak in third person. That's psychotic. Mommy need $50. Oh, that's it. Okay. Mommy need a hundred dollars. Oh, you know, mommy likes purses. I want a purse. Or it's like, you want to boss up against me? Like, bitch, you want to, you want a tea bag? It's nuts or not? Like it's getting weird. Like where are we going with this? 
<laughs> I'm just asking. I'm asking for a fucking friend. Do you want to teabag him or no? Like, because if that's the case, I can back out. Yeah. Because I don't really like doing it anyway. So, like, <laughs> like I'm just trying to keep it a buck. Uh, yeah, that's uh. Y'all know what it is. Big <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is uh Is you or is you not going to teabag your son's nuts? Y'all already French kissing. I mean, go, go. What's up, y'all? This is uh <laughs> Not for Black Podcast. Uh, oh. um, I am frazzled. <laughs> and <laughs> this nigga, this nigga here. And I'm a real nigga. No, I'm trying to actually see if we got the uh, this one line is uh actually working. Let me see something. I don't know if that's on the Bluetooth. Oh, you know I'm. A, <laughs> there it is. I I got too many. I'm just doing too much. Yeah, too We're many good. tabs open. Yeah, I, I got way too, too many tabs open. Uh, okay, well, yeah. Let me start over. Uh, this is a. Uh, now I'm frazzled. <laughs> 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 no, but this is another black podcast. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm the. Uh, I'm your uh, worst nightmare. Oh wow! And we got. And I'm a hellraiser. <laughs> there you go. Come on now. I'm trying to open this. And we got a guest today. I'm just trying to... Suki. You want to introduce yourself, baby? Go ahead. Tell the church who your name is. So no, my name on. is Anthony Diaz, co-founder of the Newark Water Coalition. Oh. Come on now. Oh, shit. Uh, friend of the great Suki here. We go way back to yeah. Italian cheeseburgers on oh, the yes. porch. Yes. Fry so. the fries hard so that they don't get soggy. Mm. If you're not from Jersey and you don't know what Italian cheeseburger is, we can't help you. Yeah, no, that's like a weird thing. People don't know. When I came to Baltimore, I was like, y'all don't have that? What? Italian cheeseburger? No, Italian cheeseburger. Oh, they got fries. These motherfuckers eat out of styrofoam. You said Italian cheeseburger? So Italian cheeseburger is like Wait, you don't know what Italian cheeseburger is? Y'all about to tell me. Yeah, so it's like a sub, Mm -hmm. right? So I guess here in Baltimore, it's a cheeseburger sub. Mm -hmm. So it has like the burger patties on it. Mm Um, I used to get mine with like lettuce, tomato, fried onions, mm-hmm. and they put French fries on top mm-hmm. on the sub roll. So, I mean, how I get to the bag, yeah, I eat the fries off the top. Don't knock your laptop over. Nah, I mean, it's, you, you're doing a lot right now. Work shit. Um, but I eat the fries off the top. There you go. And then get to the sandwich. So it's some like, people eat the whole shit, like the fries and the sandwich. I was a, a whole eater. Yeah, was eat it Nina's used to have tag rest in peace, and she did. Yeah, she got shot. Yeah, damn. R.I.P. God damn, that that went south. No, it's no. not. She had some good. She had made good wings. No, the, the, y'all don't. Y'all just null over the fact that she got shot. She it's, did. It's I nor, mean, that's real. <laughs> like that really happened. Mm. So, do you know the, the Does he know Sam PC? No, oh, he doesn't know. Them. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, Jersey. I think everybody in Jersey. No, I was definitely about know. to ask you if you knew somebody. No, the- so what? And when we meet, like ninth grade. Yeah, ninth grade. Yeah, so we've been friends since ninth grade. Okay. Um, and we went to Science High. Well, I went for a year, and mm-hmm. then they, they, they put me out. <laughs> The girls found my address was not real. Oh, you was doing that? I was yo, doing I that. Went to, yo, yo they out. put me in a principal. I felt like a fucking criminal because yeah. I'm just trying to get a fucking education. Yo, I, I definitely lied about my whole yeah. from second shit from what? Uh, from pre K? From pre K all the way up to seventh grade. Send you a bill. 
Y'all chill. <laughs> or they, they going to send me and saying that none of that work is null and void. Right. I really didn't get an education. Your preschool degree. <laughs> I got to go back to school. Valid. I got to go back to second grade. You get <laughs> um, Billy Madison over here. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, but I, um, I definitely went to, I went to a school with my grandmother, under my grandmother's address. Yeah. For like, like forever. And then yeah. I ended up going to uh, a performing arts school where I, you know, had to audition. Glee over You wasn't here. like on fame taking your shirt off. It was on like it was more so like Glee. Okay. Oh, oh you sing? No, I can. You want to hear? It? Okay, no. hold on. <clears throat> I'm good. Okay. No, we're good. <laughs> I can sing though. Do that for like Valentine's Day. Is coming. Shout out to uh, karaoke as fuck. I have a game called karaoke. I haven't promoted that at all. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. It's about you though, brother. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, yeah um, I almost went in. I almost went in, but no, I'm art. art I was an art major. No, now you go. No, 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 that's and what's I'm, up. I'm running for mayor of Newark. Hey. I want to talk that shit. Let's talk go. about the things that I want to do. Okay. I think, you know, the political climate in this country is hot garbage. Mm. And if we, especially if you see how shit is going nowadays, if we're not organizing our communities, we are doing a disservice. Absolutely. Shit is crazy now. America functions at a low vibration. <laughs> oh, that, that Girls at a low frequency. So, in La America. Before we go into, I guess we can. Is Yolanda Vega still doing the numbers back home? I don't think so. Oh, fuck. I haven't seen, and I've been home for a minute because she does. Because she does New York State. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess she does. I'm Yolanda. Hold Vega. on, so she do Jersey. I know you've talked about it. So Jersey, she does Jersey too. I don't think it's Jersey. Was it Jersey? Oh, just skip, she, just I just the I channels. Think we just saw it. Yeah, we just channels. saw it. Maybe it just came on because the news is all connected. Because yeah, yeah. it's the tri-state. So right, like, right, right. So I yeah, I, I, I grew up seeing Yolanda Vega. Yeah, she my was, she was always cold be back quiet, in the day. Be quiet. Write it down. Like, so, numbers. Do you play these numbers? I don't play the numbers. I do. I fuck with a scratch off though. I fuck a scratch off. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, I need to go to casino tomorrow. Okay. I was low key addicted to scratch offs. Really? Yeah, like twenty dollar, twenty one dollar scratch offs. Twenty. They have twenty one dollar scratch offs. Twenty one dollar scratch offs. Twenty one dollar. I was like, wait, they got them? Yeah, no, they, no, they got like fifteen dollars. They, they got mad joints. That's I, like I a lot of. Oh, I think five dollars and I'm out. For Mother's Day, I used to get my mother like like fifty dollar ones you give her and like a card a gift and some. And money. This was when I was younger. Mm. I was younger, and like you know, that was. I dated listen, a guy whose brother's girlfriend would give people scratch offs and a Christmas card. As yeah, a gift. that's a normal thing. Like, like that's it. Like, though? but like, if you don't see, that's your problem. You don't gotta overdo it, especially if I don't notice family. You said your brother's. Oh no no no! See, I'm not buying all you extra people shit. I don't she, even know if I'm gonna be here that long. Right. So <laughs> I think that's cool. It's like it's not too much, but it's like try your luck. You may win. You might but win. It's and the if thought. you do, but, and, but you, I'll get forty percent. Give people money if you win that scratch off. Are you giving them money? It depends on how much. Yeah, if I, I went, if, if I win ten racks, I give you a. You I give, give me a stack. I, I fuck. All right, if I it win depends I, on who gave it to me. If my mom gave it, to, I break it off with a little. Yeah, sign. I give yeah. my I give my mother some real bread. But if I um, I probably give my mother more than a thousand dollars. We probably I, might go half. Because uh, my mother be like, but you know, I well, I nah, I give my mother some money. It definitely be over a stack, but going half. You gonna give a fifteen hundred? Nigga got bills, my <laughs> nigga. Nigga, it got bills. I'm. If you about win 100, if you win 100, how much are you giving? $100? Oh, nah, thank you. Nah, Good luck. 
Thanks, ma. I want a hundred dollars. Here's a bottle of wine. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. Like if you, you win, yeah, you gotta like, you gotta kick up on people like almost to how like when you borrow money from motherfuckers yeah. and they ask for it back. Listen, I don't listen. I don't you know about y'all, but like, like start patting your pockets right. like yeah, let me get up out of here. Like, I, ain't come, I, ain't come for the, I ain't come for the toxic behavior. <laughs> yeah, I ain't fucking with you. No, I, um. Like I do know this like Because obviously I'm really heavy in the gambling I do like it I don't do it as much as I used to Since I really started working in it But Like that's how it go Like if I Like if you and I If you and I If if you was like yo Let's let's go out for some drinks And I'm like yo You know what I got mad money on my car At the casino Come and fuck with me And you like cool So we just buying I'm getting us mad drinks We getting I'm fucked up I'm just here for the drinks Right right But then I was like yo and I'm like, yo, come fuck with me at this uh, roulette table. Let's say I, you know, I'll be smacking them sometime. Let's say I come up three grand. I'm definitely gonna give you like $300. Oh, that's love. Like, you want this is, this is a wild that's, conversation. That's how I do. Like, yo, I'm, like, I'm a penny slots. Me too. You know? but listen, people, $20, listen, I'm out. Listen, but I'm people, out. listen, just understand that with penny slots, it, it's called penny slots, but the, you can spend anywhere from 20. All right, let's not do popping it down. I just realized that's why Auntie, I stopped. That's why Auntie. I stopped. I'm <laughs> like, okay, like, all right. So, like, yo, penny slots, yeah, it's a it's a small bet, minimum bet, maybe 30 cents, but yeah. it can still get up to two dollars. Even on penny slots, I'm progr- I'm maxing, I'm maxing my, my bet out because you got to. That's how you win that's the numbers. Win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, like when I went to, so when I last time I really, really, really gambled was was in Vegas when I went in October, right? It was my homeboy birthday. Shout out to Sam. Uh, we went out there. We was, uh, Casey had, was uh, getting beat by the fucking Bills. Go Bills. Let's go. And um, we were playing craps. It was an open crap table, so I'm smoking them. Like, oh, I'm, going, I'm going ham. Like, it was just me on the crap table. I'm like, yo, fuck with me. He was like, I don't know how to play. I was like, yo, just watch me play for a little bit. And if it's I easy. keep winning, I'll tell you what to do. Nigga, it's just, look, you got to tell niggas, like, it's like being in an alley. Listen, no, but he don't know how to, he don't, like, niggas don't really know how to play craps. Like, the legal way. Like, the oh. casino way is different than the alley. I mean, alley. I know the alley and, like, is different, niggas, but... Some of the things, the con. Well, Let I ain't gonna get into all of that, but yeah, some, well, six, four, five, six, nigga. It's child, like, I don't at play, the casino, it's I'm over. not playing no CeeLo with nobody because I fucks with somebody it. gonna get four, five, shot in this bitch. Yeah, but listen, lucky number fucking seven. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so I'm, um, so I'm going to heater. Mm-hmm. I go on a, like a heater. I like a. I roll thirty times. So when you play, do you play the field? I'm like playing you, everything. I play. Okay. You so put I, money on, I gotta on everything. Put, I got to put money up to to gamble, right? Right. I back my bet if I got to hit a number, right? You do high roller tables. No, no, no. This okay. table was like a. I think the minimum bet was fifteen dollars, right? Okay. But I started with twenty five, and with then you. Yeah. I started with twenty five, and then if I if if I don't crap, I mean if I don't hit seven or eleven on the open, mm-hmm. then I got to hit my number. Say I roll out of the six, right? Yeah. So then I'm putting twenty five dollars up, but I'm backing my bet with seventy five, right? Yeah. So that payout is gonna be like like one fifty or crazy. Yeah. I'm also doing. I'm also hitting my um my numbers. So my amount if six is the number, I'm putting I'm putting twenty five or fifty dollars on eight on four. Four on two, I'm doing hearts. I'm doing rollouts too. So for for example, I do the one one side bet. So um, the one time bet, I put twenty five dollars on a horn high. A horn high is on this roll. I guarantee you, mm-hmm. I'm hit either uh, snake eyes or I'm hit higher twelves. Motherfucker, I hit that back to back. That was a five hundred dollar hit. My nigga, my nigga came in with no money. He walked out with four hundred dollars, and I was giving him money as I was winning, and he was playing with his money. I was like, yo, play this. All right, yeah. go ahead. It's your birthday, bro. Happy birthday. So that's how I do. Like, that's in the in the gambling, because you. Sh- that's how you show love. It's like luck. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't. Yeah, I, want well, you I'm outside, I want you to get some of this. I want you to get some of this luck. See you tomorrow. I want you to get some of this luck with me. Like you know what I'm saying? You don't never want to block your luck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just so glad that gambling has never been a big vice of mine. I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like he doesn't help. Like he has it down to a science. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people I that have it. The church money though. That, sometimes. No, see, no, I'm not doing I had, that. I lost so if other, I can't get my oat milk for my smoothie, for, for it's tra- not gonna be for a good transparency. Look. Like a few weeks ago, I had. I had a feeling, right? But on my way, I'm feeling lucky. I, like it wasn't even a feeling. I had a feeling, but on my way there, I started to. I had a feeling again, but I was I was in a parking lot and I didn't read my I didn't read it. So I was like, you know what? They gave me some money, like 125 dollars. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just play on the tables. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna just play on a, a slot machine. So I'm gonna just play the slots. So I played the slots, like three dollar max bet. Played that in three dollars, 150 dollars, and you playing three dollars. That shit go down quick if you ain't hitting nothing. Hell yeah! So that shit, I lost that in like 40 minutes. Damn. So I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Why not? You know what I'm saying? I, it's my Christmas gift. I ain't getting shit for Christmas. Let me get a couple hundred dollars out. So I took out two hundred. That's nothing. Took two hundred dollars out. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just put another hundred dollars in this slot machine. I need to see. I need to wait a second. I just need to see if it's if it's time to pop. You know what I'm saying? So five minutes later, after that was gone, I was like, you know what? All right, fuck this. I'm going to the tables. The blackjack. He was like, how do you want it? Do you want it from the back or you want it from the front? That's what they did to me. Pause. Like they they fucked me. So I was like, you know what? I'll be right back. Hold my seat. Took another three hundred out. And then so anyway, when I tell you. I was dry. I drove home so quiet. Nigga was like, "Yo, you still pumping?" Nah, nah, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go to the crib. I ain't really feeling it. Every I had like had all these plans going to the casino. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pull up on you. I gotta do some running around. Got some errands. I was gonna pull up to Karshan's and because you know she right by the casino. And then I was gonna go into hideout. And after that, nigga. Matter of fact, it was. You know what it was, Suki? Okay. It was when I got that rental. Remember, mm. I got the rental because mm. I was supposed to. It was for it was New Year's because they had gave me all that money. The Lord said no, and then I ain't make no money that day because mm. I couldn't DJ. So I just. Oh my god! Yeah, so it's all good. You know, my OnlyFans is bopping, so I'm is good. It? Oh my gosh! La Negro DK. <laughs> what? That's, that's my OnlyFans name. <laughs> one one six six. All right, we, we went. So how was your week? How 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 was your week, man? Let's yeah, start with start you. with Anthony. Oh, I had a fucked up week. Okay, well, <laughs> we got, let's, let's hear it. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So on, what's today? Thursday? Yeah. Yes, so sir. Tuesday, the pipes broke in my house. Oh, oh man. At shit. Like, uh, at like midnight. Did and I... You know, so did they freeze? Are you renting? They had to have. They had to have. Yo, check this out. So the pipe, it looked like someone like stabbed a knife in it. Like it, it had like a oh. hole, a puncture hole, in like it. a puncture hole. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what? Like, let me put some sage, put some moon rock, something, you know, out yeah. here. Cause it was just weird. It okay. was weird. Then after we get that all fixed um, and they tried to charge, this is, this is the whole thing. This is the whole thing. So the plumber goes, yeah, that's $700, right? I'm not paying. I rent it. I rent. I'm in cool. a rental. So Are my you, is, is it, is it tenants? Like, is it like a multiple unit? No, no, it's just me in the house. Okay, cool, cool. So, that's cool. So, you know, six, $700 to fix it. And then my landlord is like, nah, chill. I so got somebody. Like, <laughs> so they, they recall her and she, and he's like, oh no, now it's only 200. So I'm like, y'all just making up numbers out right. Yo. But whatever. Yeah, I'm not paying get for paid. Them. Yo, I'm they not, do. They get yeah. paid. No trades. Yeah. I'm not paying it, so I don't care. The next day, electricity goes out. Oh, shit. 
I don't know. I don't know what's going on this week. So mm. they came in. Retrograde just they to had give you to that. rewire the whole damn house in order uh-huh. to like fix the issue. It sounds to me like the proper maintenance and upkeep wasn't being done. And that's probably why this happened. But I've been there a year. I mean, but we don't know what it was kept before you, you know, how it was kept. How long um, have you been in the uh, in your space? A year. He said a year. Oh, yeah, I'm a sorry. Year. I was so, so like, a, 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 no, no, I was just making sure our ABP, our ABP got a message. So I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I, go no, ahead. No, no, no. So then, uh, <laughs> then on Wednesday, my mom is, she has a seizure a stroke and she's in the ICU with COVID in Georgia. Jesus. Now. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a fucked up week, but I'm here and I'm alive and yeah. I'm good. Okay. I so, say I'm in. You I'm know? not a, I'm not I don't, going after I don't that. mean to, I don't mean to throw no. that out there, but you know, it is what it is. I'm not going after that. How was, how, uh, <laughs> well, is it, are you going to go check on your mother? You going to, you talk so to So the, the thing is, is she's in Georgia right now. Okay. So I was talking to the hospital and they were like, even if you come down here, you, you can't, can't see her. her. So it doesn't make sense for you to come down Because she's in here. a COVID unit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I am familiar with that. Like, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I hope that she gets better. Yeah, definitely sending you know, prayers I, I, up for I, your mom. Prayers and, and I hope it, you know, she knocked that shit out and keep it moving. Um, oh no, my mom's thug life. I know that's right. That's she, what I like She's thug life. So, you know. Okay. Uh, well, Suki, uh, on you, champ. One word to describe my week. Disheveled. Thank you. Next. Okay. Um, well, I'll tell you this. Uh, after hearing both of you, my week was blessed. All right. Oh, fuck oh, you. Okay. I, no, 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 no. I was going to complain. No, but now you're not. No, fuck no. no. Let, me, let me guess. No. Was it the curtains being wrinkled? See, or- some, light, some, light, some light shit. I didn't really like the well, way no, no, no. they you know, the left side of my pizza. No, no, no. So I am going home for a funeral next week. Yes. You Sorry know. for your loss. And thank you. My uh, daughter's um, grandfather on her mother's side has passed away. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to be there for, for my daughter and for her, like her mother like that. I knew him. So, As you should. You know, and that, that you know, I felt bad for that. But um, that, that whole thing was, it was kind of unexpected for me because I don't really oh, talk bad. to her mother like that. So when that came up, I was like, well, shit, that was crazy. But um, yeah, this losing is not like, a parent is no matter what the, yeah. it's, it, well, yeah, it's it, a lot. It, I know it's, it's a lot. That, that and I'm, heavy, and I, you know, and I don't, I don't, you know, I, and, and, and thankfully, like, you know, I have both of my parents and I don't ever know what to say when, you know, we're getting older, you know, I'm getting older. Like it ain't like when you were in your twenties and you were younger and you, you, you know, people, parents were always around. And as you get older, you start to kind of lose friends and mm-hmm. you start to, you start to, you know, you look at death different as you get older and stuff. Yeah, so I lost the aunt on Christmas, an yeah. aunt like the week before Christmas, mm. like, and it was like back to it. It, it just was really weird to me. Like, damn, like, this is a person I baked cookies with as a kid. Like, my other aunt that passed away, like, she was the person who taught me about, like, tarot cards and, like, zodiacs and all of this. Like, she was the fun aunt all the time. And we could never call her Aunt Jean. Her Mm -hmm. name was Jean. Right. We could only call her Jean. She was the cool aunt. Yes. And she loved Sunkiss. Yes. Like, that was her favorite. So when she would come to visit... We would make sure we would buy all Sunkiss sodas for her. But you ever had the you ever had the uh 
The strawberry one? Yeah, they oh hit. They hit at Target though. I mean, not Target. I'm sorry, Checkers. Sunkiss. Strawberry soda hits at like Checkers or like Strawberry listen, Sunkiss. Listen, yeah, listen. You know banging. we can get them. Nope. Like you ever? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nah, I know. I know. Like <laughs> nigga, what? But listen, check. Hear me out though. You're gonna be thirsty right after you drink it. Yeah. But it's so fucking worth it. it. It is. Like yo, if you ever, you know, especially the, um, with some like crushed ice. Yeah, it's gonna melt. It, so like fuck. that's equivalent to uh, the Hawaiian diabetic. punch. Ugh. Like it never gets. It never gets cold. It's always hot. No it's matter how much hot. ice yeah. you put in it. Hawaiian yeah, as punch. you drink it, you're just getting <laughs> thirstier and thirstier. <laughs> it's like a, it's, it's 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 bad. Mm. But um, yeah, man. My 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 week was. It wasn't like I said. It was it was unexpected. Um, I'm thankful. Uh-huh. You know, um, yeah, my curtains are, you definitely called me out on that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, my curtains are kind of bothering me. I'm going to get my, um, uh, my sister's steamer. Um, but bless, yeah, that's, bless your steaming heart. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty much that's it. That's that on the weeks. That's that on the weeks. We are um, all fucked up. Thank um, you. But yeah. So I don't got nothing else. Suki. that's, yeah, let's, uh, yeah. Just for anyone who keeps asking why I'm MIA on Instagram. Oh yeah. Tell, let these people know. Niggas are weird. She's taking a moment. Period. Yeah. I, gotta, I need a break. Like I'm tapped out. And I'm going to be honest. And when, listen, she called me and talked to me about it. I was going to give her shit. Cause I stand on this. I think it's always weird when a person takes a break from social media. But I didn't. I do. I'm not one of those people that announce it. Though. No, 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 I know. Hey guys, I, it's not. It's, going away see, for a while. Like, it's not really. Fuck? It's not really. Go even, away. Like, obviously, just go. <laughs> just leave. Bye. You Listen, gotta no, let them know. Yeah, but, we don't give a fuck. Just go. You and your one hundred and fifty-six. One hundred and fifty-six followers don't really care. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it'd be the people with like three followers. Like, like hey guys, just this app to. is becoming too much for me. Yeah, I'm starting to realize I'm spending all my time. I'm like, baby. Just go and I report shit like that. Have you ever taken a break? Fuck no. Listen, Never? I'm gonna say no. Cause listen, one, obviously in this realm, I have to be on it. I have to literally professionally, I have to use it for my job. I have to always be on it. Mm. But two, I don't follow a lot of people, right? Um, on my I, I've always been a person to I don't follow any celebrities. Any. I don't follow the shade room. I don't follow anybody. I do memory if I want to see what's going on. I'll type it up just like if I needed to go on media takeout. Shout out to me. To you. <laughs> Shout out to you bringing that up. Or like, you know, I just don't go on certain things. Um, it doesn't bother me. Well, how, how long have you been on, though? Like, are you going like MySpace Black Planet days or... <sighs> Before Black Parent, <laughs> for I've yeah, been on age, I've been on since location. age age Listen, I had a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend online. I had a girlfriend online when I was a freshman in high school. I don't remember, but when she finally got her jam cam. I was not feeling how and she you looked. Was like, baby, you know, I was like, I, stopped, I, ju- I just stopped. I just stopped. I stopped responding to her. Yeah, we were living in me. wild times, uploading a CD into a computer and talking to strange people yo, online. Yo, we could die. Yo, and I love it. I miss it. Right. Yo, lawlessness. Yo, it was, it, it was, it was like it really was. You didn't know who you were talking you don't to. Know who, you could have been talking I to was, an old dirty yo, man, an undercover cop. Chat room. Yes. In yes. Early two thousand yes. was, was fucking fire. Yo, anything could happen. Do y'all remember the, the telephone chat? What was it? Welcome the loop? to party. The loop, the loop. So, yeah, so that's we had Jersey. The loop in Jersey. We had the party line. Welcome oh, to wow. party line. Home. Yo, Central. I used to get on there and stay getting put out. Because I used to be like, your mother's a bitch. Like, oh, you was one of those. Yeah. Not me. I used to be quiet in that motherfucker. It'd be like one person has entered the room. And it would say that. And you wouldn't say nothing. You just be listening. You just say and you hear two people talk. And I would hear people have phone sex. Like, it'd be, I'm like, these niggas. Yeah, the, like, the I'm chat lines was wild. Three in the morning, shit. I wait till everybody be asleep and I go downstairs. I use, I'd be on the phone. I just Ew. listen. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I'm kind creep. of a creep. What? So what? I was a kid. All right. Hashtag weird. Okay. Well, first of all, who didn't? Who wasn't weird? We were on a. Think about this. We were on. Bro, the like phone. I was on Don, Diddy Kong Racing at like 3 a.m. Like I wasn't like oh, you guys had sex. I didn't say anything. I just was listening. My old loop name was T Bone Nine Seven Three. I'm a fucking dead. But were you able to keep your name, or every time you logged in, you had to say your name, right? Yeah, you had yeah. To say yeah. So yeah, yeah, mine was neat, neat. I think mine was mine was minus. Minus. Yeah. yeah. My screen name was minus two thousand. Minus 2000. Yeah. My aim name was And a Glass of Water. I remember that. I remember yes. that. Too. Yo, I remember that shit. Yo, yes. that's how long I knew it your has now become my shopping email. And a Glass of Water. Yes. <laughs> Mine's was Freak Master Tony. It was. Freak Master Tony. Yes. All right. We were all weird what kids. What a fucking time. Yikes. Freak Master Tony. Well, well, next up on the docket. Well, hold on. We're going to. I really want to talk more about this online thing, but yeah, we can get out of it because yeah, it was fun. It was very <laughs> nostalgic. No? Okay. Um, I well, what? not to Were go down to the say? rabbit hole, what? but I just want to say I feel like I talked about this already. If you all are privy to HBO Max, I definitely would suggest that you check out Black and Missing. Um, mm. It showcases Black um, women, and I believe there may be some men on there as well i haven't gotten through all the episodes yet mm -hmm. but it talks about a lot of you know stats in terms of black people um going missing you know that when black kids go missing they're labeled as runaways and when white kids go missing they're labeled as God being um kidnapped so um Fuck. the two episodes that i watched one of them was a young lady who was in high school was talking she got a phone and she joined like these chat lines and was having a conversation with a guy um when they showed the thread it was kind of really disturbing to me where she was just like my parents treat me like i'm a little ass girl like i'm not allowed to do too much and the guy was like fuck that leave fuck your mother like i'll come take care of you you know all of this and does it say how old the guy was no they don't really go into detail with it but she ends up getting abducted from school because the mother took the phone. She found out that she was having this conversation with a young man. The mom takes the phone, brings the computer upstairs to the kitchen so she could see, you know, while she's on the computer and stuff like that, talking to people. But she ended up continuing a conversation with this guy through her homegirl's like phone. Yeah. And the guy said he would come pick her up from school and he took her. She was gone for quite some time. Um, her mom said like you know she really don't know what happened to her while she was gone and her daughter had autism so Jesus. the ability to have like discernment you know you she, think everybody's a good person yeah. and what I didn't like they showed a cop um, from the Baltimore City Police Department of course they blacked out his face and changed his voice yeah. um, but he was like Western High School which is one of the good high schools in the city okay. Um you know, that's a good school. I don't know how you got autism and you could get it. Like, that's not the, that's Somebody's not, missing my nigga. And he was a black man. And that's where I was like, when I tell you that I was in my bedroom last night, like in tears, like watching this, it fucked me up because I was like, yo, people really don't be giving a fuck about, like we don't Let give me, a fuck about us. What do you think? Like, that's so problematic. I'm definitely going to pull that up. Definitely watch the show. If you have children, I would definitely encourage you to watch it because it just remain it, it remains true that we need to be vigilant as like parents or adults in kids' lives because- these people are preying on these type of kids. Yeah. Like, you know, they, it, it, oh, it gave me like the all overs, like, um, and like, shout outs to Charday, who is also a big listener of our show. She was actually the person that put me on, um, with watching the show. 
Jersey. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to her. She yes. uh she always would tell me to keep uploading my uh DIY projects because she got a home uh yes, few she has years a beautiful ago. home, yeah. Shout out to and her. she's done a couple of DIYs yeah, at her, her Yeah, yeah she, and shout out to her father. Her father be helping her with uh-huh. stuff. She um, definitely be killing it in the crib. Me, I know we about to go down to uh something else, but and speaking of that, I know we just kinda had a, a freaking throwback, um, throwback Thursday right. about how when we started going online and stuff, what do you guys think that has changed? Because I don't know about y'all. Have you guys, well, first let me ask you this question. Have you guys ever met up with anybody online when y'all were younger? No, I, ain't I didn't. Them. Well, how, how young? Uh, uh, MySpace era and before. Oof. Yeah, no. yeah, I have. I definitely <laughs> fucking have. I didn't. And I understand I was too scared. Well, you know, my man. mom is like in the, in the law enforcement world. Yeah. So like, you want to talk about somebody giving you scare tactics for everything? Yeah. You will end up dead. Yeah. And obviously, like, and, and, and not to say, you know, to be that person, but it's, it is different for women versus men because men can't be set up. I just, they can. Oh my God. Like every, they can. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. The times I've, I didn't do it a, a lot. The niggas that be on POF, they can. Oh yeah. Them niggas. It was, yeah. I just watched some shit the other day. I don't know what I was watching, but I woke up. The guy said, we waiting for the girls to come through. Uh-huh. They was um, doing the final edits on like a music video or something. Uh-huh. He was like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's good. They was excited. They was like, yo, the girls is here. The girls was through the peephole. You could see them. As soon as they opened the door, they pushed, like rushed the niggas. Like mm-hmm. it was three niggas, like rush, rushed them through the door. The girls was the, was the bait. Mm-hmm. Like, and they went, they shot everybody in the bitch, took the nigga chain, like all of that. Like, I don't know what I was watching, but like I woke up and it was, it was a movie. What, what is this? I think it was Law and Order, to be absolutely honest. You know, you. and Law and Order do use real shit. Yeah, they do. I don't watch Law and Order. Yeah. It's they, 80 seasons in, it's over. And I got to still watch it. They from have the a new season out and it's I'm been good. very good. I don't even understand how y'all niggas, y'all, y'all niggas it's is It's a cult following. Clearly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I think I did like, but listen, I knew. I probably shouldn't even when I was younger. Like I used to, um, like one, I never tell my mother, but like even when I got my, yeah, my when I got like, my license yeah. to do that, like I would, and this is how I know I'm from the hood. Like when I would meet up or try to meet up with a chick, like I would leave my license like somewhere hidden, like just like my wallet and everything. Like I wouldn't have mm-hmm. nothing. So if you rob me, you ain't going to get nothing. I'm, I'm just out of here. Like that's the type of mind. But why was I doing that? Because like, it wasn't of, fucking safe. Yeah, to meet randos on the fucking like, what the hell? Yeah, but that you know, but okay. So that was the first question. The second question is, what has changed? Because yeah, people always have been getting set up and all that. But it seems like it's like, for example, my daughter is eight years old. Mm-hmm. She pretty much lives in the same. She kind of lives in the same neighborhood that I mm-hmm. am in. I think times have definitely fucking changed but there was a time that we could all just stay out and, and like just have fun at a young no age more. you can't what do you think has changed that now it seems like there's always been sickos and people the that- values of kids have increased like sex trafficking is a lucrative business and mm-hmm. that was something that they touched on on that documentary I mean docuseries mm-hmm. um, kids are on the black market and along with organs and a lot of other weird shit is worth a lot of money. Right. The sex trafficking rings, like these kids are moved. Like once they get them, they're moved. Like the one case that I saw about the girl, like the mother was like, this lady had a book like this tracking down every car, every license plate, every, everything that her daughter was in. And the cops didn't fucking respond. Like, and I also think it's the, it's the attitude to when kids go missing. Don't nobody give a fuck. You know, like people, the, the, the connection, I guess the stems back to organizing, 
the connection with people and the police is fucked up, you mm-hmm. know, and they talk about on this docuseries that they have a organization that helps. It's called Black and Missing, yeah. where they specifically help black families relocate their loved ones because you see that the cops don't do their job. Right. Interviewing that cop right there with his response about the girl having all, like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Yeah. He was like, cause I mean, I don't really know what autism is. You feel like, (laughs) what? Like y'all shouldn't interview him, find someone else. Mm -hmm. But it was good to see that because having worked with kids in a foster care system, people think that certain levels of children, depending on economic status, gender, color, you know, race, et cetera, they're throwaways. Like, you know, people will go to the ends of the earth for a white child. That That's just the reality. You know, they get a billboard, they get um, lots of resources to the media, uh, and, media and, and all of that. And they also had the guy that did America's Most Wanted. I didn't know that that show started because somebody killed his kid. Yeah. Like they abducted him and killed him. Like his head was severed and like found in the water. I did not know that. Like his, I feel like I knew that. I didn't know that. Like, so that I was like, what the, like, you know, what the fuck? But yeah. So, you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, for me, I'm going to say it's it's the system. Mm -hmm. When you look at it nowadays, everybody's working. Everybody's just trying to stay above water. So we're not raising their kids. Yeah. They're not as home as much. And then if that's happening in one home, it's happening in almost all of our communities. Right. So we don't have community anymore. So when you were growing up, even if your parents weren't around, you knew five or six neighbors were watching you. And you they knew was going to tell your mama. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was going to take care of it. Or you knew there were older kids that watched out for younger kids. Everybody's broken. Everybody's broken. And you don't mm-hmm. have that sense of community anymore. So then we become throwaways because who is watching for these kids? Right. Because it's like about? the attitude of the law enforcement is like they don't watch out for their own fucking kids. So what, what is we watching for? Yeah. I you was, know? you know, in the piggyback meetings all day. I have meetings <laughs> Just put all day. that in the parking lot. Yeah. Um, the piggyback <laughs> over what you said, like I was just going to say, simply, simply put that um, it's like, it's very. It pretty much we don't care because it's not home. It's not us, right? That's America's example, attitude, period. It's America's attitude. For example, if it ain't happening to me, for example, for, I don't give for example, one of the things I did want to, I forgot to bring it up, but it was gonna be a trend topic, but I don't got it pulled up, so whatever. But there was like a potential big, like tsunami, tsunami, tsunami happening, and in like, Cali. No. Well, West Coast, I guess. I thought it was like up and like. I thought it was the West Coast. It was the entire West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and it was like underwater volcano. That's mm-hmm. where it was coming mm-hmm. from, right? And so, like, this shit is, that is really, really serious. Like, that can affect the entire West Coast. But you have people who don't believe in climate change. Like, well, there are well, people that don't believe but, that that's a real thing, but, so. Well, I don't I don't think any of that. I just think it's Mother Nature telling the motherfuckers to chill, just show what it is. Like, yeah, but every we're now fucking and with the earth. So, yeah, therefore, absolutely. like, when things are happening, like, I think a lot of, like, snowstorms a lot of stuff that's happening mm-hmm. is coming from us like not really getting on top of this climate i mean it's already been al gore already told us what the fuck the shit was well, yeah, but, I, but it is it's, it's, it was a volcano though that erupted yeah it, environmental it, like yeah so what i'm saying is <laughs> but the thing is why is this not being more talked about you know what i'm saying so it don't touch now because people don't give a fuck now i say uh, i'm i'm gonna bring it back all around to what we were talking about but when i remember in march i'll say february of 2020 
I'll say January of 2020. I remember sitting around every day at work. Uh, we li- we listen to CNN while we're working, and I'm hearing this COVID thing keep happening. I'm like, man, whatever, you know, new flu, whatever. And it finally hit, it hits in around Seattle, maybe December, January time. First case in America. I'm like, mm, whatever. I'm still typing. Hey, do you have the numbers on blah 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 blah? And then it's getting closer and closer. Half of the West Coast shut down, and then we start talking about it. I set up a whole promotion where I'm talking to people and everything in March. Like this big promotion I set mm-hmm. up and now look and then literally the next week, the whole world shut down yeah. in March. So we don't it's not that we don't care. We don't think about it because it's not us. So to bring it all the way back around, what do you guys think that we can do? Like as far as well, I don't know. But like the fact of the matter is, do you think it just takes us to have a kid like you don't have a kid, but you you care about that kind of shit? Because like, I was raised to a yeah. lot of a lot of I think we've said this on the show before. A couple of guests have said it too. Mm-hmm. that your foundation is really important. Mm-hmm. Right. All of us aren't taught to like think on a global perspective. Mm. Most people just think for what's right in front of them. And it's really not their fault. A lot of that is because uh, they not all not I'm I'm not saying no, some okay. people are just ignorant and like you don't give a fuck. But then there are some people who are just trying to make it. They just trying to survive. So it's really hard for them to have a global perspective. It's very local. Everything is just right outside my door or right inside my home or you know whatever. Culturally for black folks, I feel like we also have this attitude of mind your business. And like when you're cultivating that type you know, of that like, like thing, we don't look out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like everything is like, well, you need to worry about yourself. You know, how many times your mama told you that you need to worry about yourself. And yeah. even for me, I've had people tell me whether it's a partner, whether it's a family member, a friend, a coworker, you care too much. Yeah. They'd be like, yo, you care too much. Like, I don't know why you care that much. Yeah. And I'm like, why you don't? Yeah, I oh man, There's, like I'm when I get upset about something, it could be if something's happening to you, that shit hurts me mm-hmm. because we're connected, right? Like you're my friend, right? So if you lose somebody, you know, when you told me about what happened with Harlan, that mm-hmm. broke my heart. Like yeah. I don't have a daughter, yeah. no, but that's her pop. Yeah. Whether they close, whether they not, whatever. And then for your daughter's mother, mm-hmm. I lost my dad. Yeah. And even if I had not lost my dad, like my heart truly goes out to her because yeah. to lose a parent is just hard. Yeah. I don't know what else she's dealing with yeah. or what else she's maintaining. And it's a fucking pandemic. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's right. other things like my heart genuinely goes out to people. You can't see your mom right now. Mm-hmm. That's being in a rock and a hard place mm-hmm. for many reasons. You feel me? Like, so it's like, while we may talk about shit like, damn kid, that's tough. Like, no, I really be hurting for people like, damn. And unfortunately, maybe that's my grandmother. Like she was compassionate and and had empathy for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is that you work with kids. So yeah, that too. working with kids has taught me a lot about my, me and my organization. So mm-hmm. the Newark Water Coalition, we give out clean water uh, two to three times a week. Uh, we give out food, groceries, clothes, Can you everything. talk about why y'all started giving out clean water? After he gets to No, no, no. Him. But that's really important because a lot of people don't even know that this is happening. I, I was going to I was Go gonna let him My bad. Talk, <laughs> say, finish his point. Uh, yeah. so, so working with kids, I see that they're lost and they need somebody and they're asking for questions yeah. and nobody is giving them any answers. Nobody's trying to help them. And so where I was going to go back to like the ignorant point for me, it's like, I'm tired of fucking people just watching. We're just watching shit happen to us. Mm-hmm. 
we can be active participants in this world. I agree. And the thing is, it's like, you know, there's fewer gatekeepers now. Mm -hmm. Your phone is a fucking personal computer. You have the access to the most knowledge at any point in history and time. Yeah. That ignorance shit is ignorance is a choice now. You are choosing not to see what's going on in the world around you. Mm. And that's a problem. That's a problem for all of us. But then you wonder why. Oh, it's the system that does it. The system. Fear. Mm -hmm. Fear. Look at what COVID is such an issue. COVID is such a problem. But the world's still open. The world is still telling you, you got to work. You got to work with COVID now. So we're seeing this. Plus, you know, coming in the, the, the George Floyd era where black and Brown bodies are historically not given a fuck about on media. Mm-hmm. So as a child, you're internalizing all of this. Don't nobody give a fuck about me. No, but so then why do I give a fuck about the world? So and I and I'm going to go with somebody if I yeah. want to go. Exactly. And and a lot of kids are emo right now. I don't think a people lot, know like their the their emo is fuck. Their music it's is cool. Because it's cool. Yeah. To be well, emo. it's not even that it's cool. Their music is like that. You know, a lot of our shit used to be about partying, getting lit, having a good time, what getting fucked up. But now the shit is very dark. If mm-hmm. you look at the people that they like, like Juice World, you know, all of these other people that yeah. they're into, that music is very dark. I don't like it. And everybody doesn't. I'm a person that like I love music and I love all types of artists, all everything. And I love juice world but i don't subscribe to that because you're an adult but no it's not even that it's that i'm it not is. in i'm not in that space i don't you, even want to say because the, there are adults that subscribe to that type of music like they do there are adults that like nba young boy there are adults that no, like no, they like him but as an adult listen your brain is fully developed you cannot tell me just that because a, you chronologically a grown-up doesn't mean we're not that going down that road i'm not going down that road i'm not going down that road but that i'm just saying mean, you know how to as a normal as a normal say we'll just say a normal adult as a normal, normal? Uh, we're not doing that okay we're not doing that sugi so but just as asking. a normal adult you know what a normal adult asking is for a friend you, i don't know any you are you are how about <laughs> not you? normal Okay. See, oh, go ahead. I can't win. I can't. That's I can't. all right. You are a winner. <laughs> you young black and what gifted. Go ahead. All right. I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Snaps to that. Just, just, okay? just finish. Just, go ahead. Do what you got to do. I'm out of here. Go ahead. Look, like I said, the music, the popping pill, even the drugs are different. Mm-hmm. We we was the thing for us. Maybe we eat a little bit of beer, some alcohol, you know, mm-hmm. something. These motherfuckers is popping perks. Yeah. I mean, like all kind, And that's the thing. Yeah. You it's know, cool. like that is the thing. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Like watching that docu series, I was really like disturbed. Mm-hmm. And then you have Euphoria that most of us is a, it's a guilty pleasure for us. And I talked to Aunt about it on the way here, and he was like, "Yo, I can't watch that shit." Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of people that have said like, "Yo, Rue as a character mm-hmm. is exhausting." Yeah. For me, I'm empathetic to her. Like I have a soft spot for her because I've worked with kids like that. You lose the patriarch of your family and it's like everything spins out. We don't realize how important it is to have the whole family unit together. Mm -hmm. You lose your dad. You know what I'm saying? The person who's supposed to be strong, the person who's supposed to like take care of y'all, protect y'all. And it's like the everything just spun out. Yeah. And her mom is just doing the best she can. Uh You know what I mean? So... But I think there's there's a few things there. I think one, as... Definitely growing up, you you have to have that relationship with your family no matter what. Yeah. Right? Toxic or no matter what, you have to have that relationship. And then I came to a point in my life where I told my mom, I was like, look, I can't fuck with you no more. This is emotionally draining. 
and it's fucking up my mental health mm-hmm. just having this relationship. But how many people still keep fucking with their family at the tender age of however old they are and you can't stop? They don't realize it's a choice. Yeah. All relationships in saying. your life is and a that, choice. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you have a choice to set a boundary, you know, and culturally we do that. Oh, that's still your auntie. So I have that's a your cho- cousin. So I have a choice to not be her friend anymore? You definitely do, sweetie. Oh, shit. So I bring it the fuck that. on. We can cancel it tonight. All right, say less. All right, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> cool. Um, I want to get into, um, you know, the things that you got going on. You got a lot of things going on. All the I, time. Yeah. I want you to like, because I remember Suki a while ago telling me who you were and the things and you got a little, uh, like a, some 15 minutes of fame back in the day or something. Do you want to <laughs> talk about that or no? Or, or the true, no, I, hell yeah. Because okay. you know what? Uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, like that's let's like we got trending topics, but this man, let's be clear, this man came it. from fucking New Jersey to right. be on this show. So I don't want to um, turn this into like a four hour show and we got to break it up in parts. I do want you to have <laughs> your flowers. I want you to talk. You came a space and I I really appreciate that, right? Yes, like so, that. Like that's that's dope. Snap, um, snap, 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 snap. We can do I got this. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, I need so, me. I just need that one button all the time. I want well, it like in my everyday life. And I be like, but, um, fuck you. So let's let's um at the store. Yeah. So let's let's do this. Let's uh let's reset. I want to reset. I want to since we in the whole Jersey realm. Let's uh we haven't done a a, a San C thing. Let's so let's shout out them yes. and then we'll come back and we'll go right into what you got going on, who you are for real for real, and then we can just go on from there. All right. All right. All right cool. Hey, what's going on? This is Adam Simmons from the Simmons and Moore Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Bobby Moore from the Simmons and Moore Podcast. You are listening to another Black Podcast. Starring Suki, the New Jersey legend. <laughs> and Dolo. DJ, right? Is he, he is DJ? Shout out to Dolo, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Suki's a Jersey legend, man. Out living in Maryland right now, so they're doing their thing. So from Jersey to Maryland, <laughs> we love you guys. That's right. Go listen to them. Suki got the best hair. Good enough to sniff. You know what? She'll snatch your fucking wig. <laughs> Believe that. Keep your fucking receipts, bitch. We out here. 27 rings. Ah, ah, ah. Hashtag Sam PC. As if Dolo doesn't stress me enough. Hey, come on now. We're Anywho, good. Um, you want some more champagne before you go so, in? Shout out, to, shout out to Sam PC. We always got to do that. Yes. Love you, Rob. You some love champagne. you, Adam. There you go. Come on. Um, so before we get into our guests <laughs> at the... Uh, Biblical Baptist Church today. <laughs> um, I will say this, Anthony, since day one, you have always been a person who started motherfucking fire. Okay. In a good way where you, as a kid, you made all of us think the bigger picture. And like, I think part of the reason that I'm not afraid to say what I want to say or address something that if something is wrong is growing up with you and watching you do what you do. When I saw you on true life, like that is the highlight of my teenage, like there's a lot of great things. Right. No, but like to see him, you really don't know if people on TV are really who they are. Right. That was really who Anthony was. So like, I always talk about activism being a new bag. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yes, yes. Like niggas don't want to be pastors no more. Yeah. They want to. They want to be an activist. They just, and they like, do, they just spitting on people. But. Yeah, but he has always been this since we were kids. Like if it was something wrong at school, I mean, he tried to get us a new school built. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like 
that was a big deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, did science close down at a point? Like it shut it down? No, they, they got their new building. Oh, they and got the new Shaq No, they got the new building. And then what happened after that? Shaq brought the old building and made it apartments. Oh, isn't that And so- it looks nice. Yeah, as I heard. I, I saw pictures, but I didn't know that it was that building. But I just want to make sure that we do give you you give you your flowers on that note because your activism has been since we were kids. This isn't something that you just like you're not a trending situation. Like you're really about the people. So, I mean, get into you running for mayor and. No, nah, I want. I want to start from the beginning because I, you know, I want to start from the from the Child. beginning. Let's get some time. Who are you? So, <laughs> my <Young> name gifted. <laughs> <in black. laughs> so so again, my name is Anthony Diaz, co-founder of the Newark Water Coalition and current mayoral candidate for the city of Newark, New Jersey. I appreciate that, especially, and it means a lot, especially coming from older friends, because nowadays you get a lot of people who are like, oh, you're doing this for clout, you're doing this for this, you're doing it for money, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes I got to ask myself that. Like, I really got to do a lot of introspection and being like, yo, is this for my ego or is it for my people? Am I doing this for me or am I doing this for community? Um, And it's, it's funny because every so often the true life pops up again. And I'm always like, oh, you know, here it goes. But the last time it popped up, I actually watched it. I rewatched the Uh entire thing and it blew my motherfucking mind for several reasons. As a kid, I used to brush my teeth in a bathtub. Not because, you know, there were other people. The sink didn't work for 15 years in my house. Oh, wow. So. I'm rewatching this and I'm like, yo, that's not normal. Yeah. That's not normal. Like yeah. how, how mm. I grew up like this. The other thing is my bed didn't have no bed sheets. And I was like, I would never like, no. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I remember when you told me that though. Like, you know, I'm, fucking sheets. I'm, I'm like, not, uh, you know, this to me, this is a very beautiful home. Thank right? you. That's, I appreciate you know, it. But no bed sheets. I was like, yo, that's crazy. That's crazy how I used to live my life. And then I think, what it made me think about was how many other people live that life, mm. how many other people live that life and never get the opportunity to make it further or farther or beyond that. So what, what true life were you on? Surviving high school. Surviving high school. Did that come out in 2004? 2004. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I'm good with yeah. years. I think I might be on a spectrum a little bit. You might be. I'm so good with years. I believe it. I'm so good with years. I remember that, but I don't remember like it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Call you, you know what? No, because they went to my school. They went to my high school. They went to my high school too, because it was a different. They went to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I do remember that, but I'm sorry. I'm about to pull that shit up so I can see it while we recorded. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So you know, it, and it's reaffirming because it's like, yo, this is who I really am. Yeah. I've always been consistent, and mm-hmm. that's one thing that I preach all the time now is consistency. Right. Like even if you're bad, just be consistent. Do that shit. People, yeah. And that's the thing. I respect it. Fear holds people up. So, you know, I'm afraid to do something or I got to do this and nah, just do that shit. There's so many people that just don't do nothing. Yeah. Just do something. And so, you know, I always been an organizer. I helped co-found the Black Lives Matter chapter of Newark. It's not active anymore, but we Mm -hmm. used to do books and breakfast programs and things like that. I was involved with a, housing organization called homes for all Newark. I've always been, you know, put on. And so my, you know, professional life, I was in retail. I was in retail for about 16, 17 years and I made a lot of money, Mm -hmm. made a lot of money for Mm -hmm. it. You can make money in retail. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. My soul was just empty. Mm -hmm. It was dead. 
My homeboy comes to me in 2018 and he's like, yo, I want I want you to run for office with me. And I'm like, nah, man, fuck electoral politics. That shit is trash. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, come on, let's just do it. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And so I ran for office. And one of the things I suggest is if you've never done it and think about it, do it. You will learn so much about yourself, the system, and your community mm-hmm. by running for office. Yeah. And if you think it's corrupt on the outside looking in, wait till you get inside. Mm. It's crazy. Uh, you know, it, it, I got escorted out of buildings because they were like, nah, you can't do that shit around here. Stuff you, like that. You know, it's crazy. I remember in 1997, I um ran for class president, right? And I um actually got, um, <laughs> wait, what's, what's so funny? What you promised them cookies? No, no, listen. I I promised to get a vending machine, uh, uh, to get um, uh, some other shit. I don't remember. Uh, More chocolate drives. You know, I had a lot of things, and I got vice president. So come on now. Did you get the vending machine? No, absolutely not. I didn't know what the fuck. I didn't know how to start. (laughs) It was nineteen ninety seven. I was in seventh grade, guys. I'm gonna get get shot. So all I'm gonna say, all that to say, I really understand. I understand the struggle. And Perhaps maybe help. you and your class was on the spectrum that y'all motherfuckers <laughs> thought y'all was getting the vending machine in the seventh grade. No, but like on some real shit, I definitely did. Um, in 2017, I ended up moving back to Buffalo. Well, late 2016, but in 2017, uh, my homeboy, not to take away your shine at all, we're gonna definitely get back to you. I had an opportunity to help my friend who ran for uh, legislator, uh, 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 a city council spot, um, in Buffalo, New York, and. I did the calls. I did the phone. I did the phone calls. I did the, uh, what else I do? The door walking. When I tell you the amount of walking I did help doing the door to door thing and all that. And that was really humbling for me because I don't like to do that kind of shit, but it was for my brother, my friend, my, somebody I went to height. Like I knew since I was a, a youngin. you know what I'm saying? Um, and we went against a big machine. Like, you know, when you going against a big machine, um, it, it, it was you like, and I was in the inside of it. Like he was really close. So we had a lot of talks. Um, I remember going out with him and like at late at night, the mayor of Buffalo would call him and get introspective ideas from him on what should happen. Cause he was, he is a well-known name in Buffalo, um, especially in the politics world at that time. And he was running and, and, and I, I really did not because of my friend, I really believed and I know he could do it because he actually did it in Alabama too. He, he didn't run, he did something in Alabama. So he helped, he helped like law, like certain laws pass in, in, in Alabama and then moved back to Buffalo and was trying to run for this uh, seat. And he, um, unfortunately he didn't get it, but I was there. Uh, I remember I was, I like during the, um, during the election day, I DJ for like eight hours outside. That's cool. Like, you know, and so I, like I stuff like that. And, and so I just thought it was, you know, to hear people running people that look like me, um, people that's going against a bigger machine. If you are not, that's so much shit I learned. Like if you aren't backed by a certain bigger, uh, I, excuse me if I don't know the language, the language I don't, but like a, a bigger machine that's within it. If you're not, uh, that come up on the news and there you're being backed by a said whomever, then you are the underdog in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And he lost by a few percent. It was not a blowout, but the fact of the matter is that speech he gave after he lost, it was so, it was amazing. Like he didn't, you know, I called him and we talked about it. Um, and you know, we spoke on it and everything. And he was like, you know, it, it, it was a, you know, I did it. I don't know if I'm gonna do it again, but, um, 
I the, the support I've got, the, the 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 names that I've I've reached, and after that, he did so much with it. Um, not to he didn't he didn't want to do it as a as a thing to you know to get notoriety or to to be this. He really he felt and he knew the things that he needed to do. And I'm a Buffalo bred person. Like I love Buffalo. Everybody know I'm from Buffalo, right? And the things I've learned about the community as being in Buffalo, like there was a. I remember we went to a a a, a, a some type of meeting in a, in a, within the district because it was he ran in a, the one of the big, biggest districts in Buffalo, and at the time gentrification was happening at a rapid rate in this in this part of town, and these um. It was called Shoreline Housing Apartments. And people have been living there for over 30, 30, 40 years. And this gentrification was happening. And you had all these people arguing. I've been living over here for X amount of years. I don't want to like no offense to the east side of Buffalo, but I don't I can't afford anything else but the east side now. And they're they're they they're not renewing our leases. I've been I've been retired for 15, 20 years. Mm. I don't have anything. What am I gonna do? Like, and you hearing all these people that don't have any help. And I understand like in Buffalo, if you're from the West side and that's all, you know, the West side and then you move on the East side, that's foreign territory. You yeah. don't know. You don't know what to expect. You don't know anything. People are different. It's not as multicultural as it is on the West side. Like it's all these things that you are used to, but, and it was just, it was so deep. And when, and seeing that like these older men and these older women really sharing and bleeding their heart out for those things that made me change. And like, not really just change. I've always had a, I've always had an affinity for wanting to help people, but I never wanted to run. I don't, that's not my, that's not my ministry, but I, as seeing that and seeing my homeboy step up and saying like, if you vote for me, if you, I'm going to do things right now and, and, and getting acclimated with the coalitions in Buffalo and on that can help. Like that was amazing to me. Mm. So not to like, again, take your shine, man. Like that's a big thing, man. And I'm assuming you are going against a big, um, Oh Yeah. A they, big machine. They tried to get me jumped. Oh, acid was thrown on my car. I'm almost got stabbed out nice. of protest. Like, you know, it, it. But the thing is, is again, when you're looking at your life and you look at the history of who you are, and this is why I take the the role of activism and organizers so seriously. Mm -hmm. It's not just a joke to me. It's not just a game. It's just not just a way to get the bag. But like if you're really with the shit, if mm -hmm. you call yourself a revolutionary, um, you know, person in the struggle, in the movement, then you're you're ready to, to do whatever for your people. Yeah. Mm. And so, you know, fast forward, uh, you know, I lost that election terribly, mm -hmm. terribly. But, you know, it's it's a point, you know, yeah. they want to they want to make sure that you don't run again. Yeah. They want to make sure that this is it for you. So a few months after that, there's a big lead crisis in the city of Newark. Mm -hmm. And the mayor's like, oh, it's all good. There's no problems. There's no issues here. It's all good. And this and the, is, a, what's the name, right? Ros Baraka. The son okay. of the great Amiri Baraka. Mm. And so, you know. I don't know who these people are. It's okay. Could you, you could explain. Black radicals. Just Thank you. Black radicals. Okay. And so then he starts giving out water filters. And I'm like, well, if it's all good, why are you, why are you giving out these water, water filters? filters? So then we start, I start, you know, I'm the type of person, if I'm going to speak on a subject, then I'm going to know what I'm talking about. Right. So then I realized that the water has been poisoned since 2016. And by poison, Shit. what do you mean poison? Lead issues. Okay. So 
Just to put it in perspective, the federal standard is 15 parts per billion. Okay. In 2016, there were schools at 500 parts per billion. Shit. Oh, my goodness. So let timestamp this part. Go change ahead, just the course of your life dramatically. Yeah, and so, how you learn and how you, your behaviors, like... So nobody was talking about this for two years. So you're already talking about generational poisoning. We have teachers in the organization that came up to us and were like, yeah, we're starting to see more behavioral problems and we wonder if there's a correlation with the lead. So nobody was talking about this. So I get, I'm like, you know, the co-founder at the time was like, yo, you got to have a meeting. You got to have a meeting. I'm like, I don't want to do this shit. Mm -hmm. You don't want to have no meeting. Like I just lost this election. I'm just trying (laughs) to like cool out. We have a meeting. 30 people show up. If you've done any community organizing, you're happy with like five to ten. Yeah, people. right. Yes. Yeah. Five to yes. ten people come. Oh, you're like, like it's lit. It's lit. It's lit. <laughs> thirty people. You're like, wow. Have another meeting. Another thirty people show up. So we just start doing the work. We just start doing town halls and talking to people, letting them know what nice. the issue is. Nobody cares. Nobody's listening to us. Uh, July of 2019, the EPA comes in and says Newark. You got to start giving out bottled water to your residents. And then all of a sudden it was like all the media was there and it was like, well, who's been organizing around this issue? Oh, it's the Newark Water Coalition. And then after that, it was a game changer. Mm. So it came to a point where I quit my job because I was like, why am I still working for something that I don't believe in? I was working at a charter school at that time as an IT director, had no desire to do it. Yeah. And I had no money, no savings, nothing. All I know is I went to school one day and the teacher was like, yo, how do you put a picture in a word document? I'm out of here, champ. I got to go. I went, I went <laughs> right into my boss's office and I was like, look, I got to put my two weeks in. I'm done. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then here we are. Fast forward three years later, you know, we've have partnerships with Jaden Smith's nonprofit organization. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, we've brought in two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in grants. We've poured 90 percent of that back into the community. We opened two community refrigerators and a dry goods pantry. Now other city organizations are opening up community fridges. So, you and know, shout out to Beauty Strike, who has their own community fridge, I believe, in Brooklyn, I think. So you guys yeah. like this is a this is a wave like That's this is dope. a thing. And so the whole so now we're four years later, there's a new municipal election up and it's like, what am I going to do? Right. I'm fine doing the work. I'm fine doing the work. Yeah. But you know what? Why am I doing this? This should what, be. What, what's our government? Yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. What Absolutely. are the people that are getting paid a hundred eighty something thousand dollars to do this work? Yeah, and nobody's talking about it. Open, but you know what? Businesses. I got receipts. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. I got receipts for days, mm-hmm. and so now I'm like, you know what? I can use this platform to do a lot more good. And so the tagline of the whole campaign is to organize. So I'm not here preaching I'm Jesus. I'm not here saying that I'm going to solve everybody's problems. But I don't believe that there is a problem that organizing cannot solve. I believe in that. And so if we're putting our community together and, you know, uniting the builders and forming these coalitions, when shit hits the fan, whether it's COVID, whether it's housing, whether it's healthcare, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. we are better off for it. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that's the real, you know, message of everything. And and what's been such a blessing is people like, yo, aunt, I never knew this. I didn't know this about the city budget. 
I didn't know this about the people. I didn't know how badly corrupt everything was going on in this city. You opened my eyes. Now I know what to do. Now I got, you know, uh, not even campaign supporters, just regular people like, yo, I need to organize my block. Yeah. I need to talk to my neighbors. And you're resonating with people. Exactly. Because I'm not, and I'm not here. Like everybody's like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. Nah, man, you just got to be yourself. Yeah. People are tired of being lied to. People want to resonate with somebody. They realize like, yo, this guy's in the struggle. Yeah. This guy's in the movement. He's already organizing. Yeah. That's right. the thing I told people. I was like, don't vote for anybody who hasn't shown up during the pandemic, because that was the time that if you were about this life, you were supposed to show up. Absolutely. Most definitely. Absolutely. So where people, were, people were hit bad yes. on all levels Yes, and are still trying to recover. People are facing evictions. Like, I mean, People are getting sick and still, like you said, have to go to work, um, can't stay home with their kids because now your job is taking your time or not paying you. I mean, this shit runs deep. I like still ain't get my money from the flowers. So I'm still recovering, too. Yikes. For from, sure. Uh, I mean, you know, the money tree thing, right? No. No? Okay. No. Listen, it's relative. No. It's relative, Suki. I hear you. I was supposed to get $800 off of that. I'm sorry. All right. All right. All right. Bless you. Sorry. Well, we thank you for your service. So, so let me ask you this. <laughs> so, um, you so I remember I, I, you mentioned it briefly when you first came here. So, do are you just gonna like in running? What's the process of running in uh, as a mayor mayor in Jersey? So the the whole thing is all screwed up. In order to get on the ballot, you need uh to get uh, yeah, 1,644 signatures to get on the ballot. Now, let me tell you why that's fucked up in itself. In order to run to be governor of New Jersey, you only need 800. Mm -hmm. So... Exactly. Why but do you mayor only mayor candidate is is sixteen hundred? Okay. So it's all it's all it's That's a scam. It's a scam. Yeah. Okay. From the door, it's a wow. scam. But then you're not allowed in certain buildings. You're not allowed in the senior buildings mm-hmm. because. That's where the city does their petitioning yeah. from. Yeah. That's where they get their people from. And so you literally got to put in the work. Yeah. Wow. So if you don't got the money, if you don't got the people power, chances are you're not even going to make it on the ballot. Mm-hmm. But then it's such a, a Do you culture. have all your signatures though? No, I'm only at like 130. And I, how got, many, I how, got 54 more days, 53 more days. I was about to ask how many more days. Okay. So now can cold. only New Jersey residents sign? Yeah. Only New Jersey. Okay, only so residents of registered. Newark. Registered right. and a resident of Newark in order to sign the petition. Okay. So if anybody, because we have people that listen from all over. Yeah, we have a high Newark list and I look at the numbers. Yeah, we definitely yes. have a high Newark list. So definitely, I guess you can drop that info and you can also text that to us because we can put that can. in the description when we pop this episode. And then definitely I, I've been timestamping. I haven't been texting anybody. I've been timestamping when you've been talking some pertinent times. So I'll make some uh, timestamps that you can, if you want to, you can yeah. use on your social media. And, and we can add it to reels and whatever. So yeah. we about to, we about to see if we can make some shit shake. Yeah, dude, how is your, how is your team? Do you have a, a kind of a valid team that's kind of helping you? Those doors? I know it's cold. So, so it's I, different right I now. I am the attractor of the weirdos. Mm. And I, and <laughs> my team knows this. We, uh, a 
affectionately know this. I'm like, damn, we all weird. Like, we are weird. <laughs> it's <Like>, alright. <laughs> We're gonna get through this. I got you. I got we you. We are weird. But you know, they're some of the most loyalist people in the world. Absolutely. And you can't really trade that for anything. That's so true. they might fuck up from time to more often than not. <laughs> but they know that. And they're there though. But for they're you. there though. Absolutely. And so one of the things, uh, even in the organization, when people volunteer for me, I never ask them. They're, they're always, what can I do? What can I do? It's like, what do you like to do, though? Mm -hmm. So what I like to do is uh, kind of help you figure out your passion outside of framework of capitalism. Yeah. Because if I'm helping you find your passion through this work, mm -hmm. then you might learn something about yourself. So yeah. one of the things about organizing, it's, much, it's as much about the people we're serving as us each other too. Yeah. Like it's about our internal community so we can affect change in the external community. Right. Um, so the team is, is all right. You know, it's cool. they know that. Shout out to them. <laughs> Shout out to yes. them. And I would say like, I just learned so much about the process. Like what we were talking about before uh, we started recording was like, you know, it, it's such a cult like personality going against the machine. Cause the machine puts money in people's pockets. Yes, they do. So it's like, Yo, I need you to sign my petition. No, I'm not going to do that. Why not? And I've, I, it runs the gambit. Yeah. Oh, your name is Anthony Diaz. You're not black, so I can't sign that. Or mm. I'm not getting paid by you, so I can't sign that. Wow. I'm not willing to listen to your ideas just off the, you know, just off the rip. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, damn, you start to internalize that. And then you start to question like, well, how do, is it that I heal our community to the point where like, you're not even going to listen to somebody's ideas. Mm -hmm. We beyond that. Yeah. Like we, you know, the, the number, I know I think you're going to get into it later is the, the Dan price stuff. Yeah. But like, if you look at those numbers, you ain't got that kind of time to be yeah. arguing about that what, part. You know, okay. <laughs> that part. Heavy underlined, food, italicized, highlight. That's the part that I'm, I'm with on people like you don't, you don't have shit. You understand that? And that is not to diminish you. That's not to disrespect you. Mm -hmm. But to understand we are on borrowed fucking time and we have been for far too fucking long. Right. Snaps. Like our families are fucked up. Our neighborhoods are fucked up. Shit. Our schools are fucked up. Why are kids sharing books? Why are kids going home because they don't have no heat in the school? Yeah. Why can't they go to school because there's no AC and this is 2022? Why are we here? Like still. And, you know, in white schools, that shit don't go down like that. Yeah. Because if Karen don't like something, baby, she finna set it off. Yeah. But yeah. why? Because Karen got the time. Yeah. Yeah, Karen got and, the time. And that's the thing is, I always tell people all the time, remember who the real enemy is. Like, we had we had this distribution, and I wild out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have food out on the table, but if we get, like, you know, something special like eggs or mm -hmm. orange juice, people go fucking crazy. Yeah. And, like, and I'm like, nope, not here. Y'all not going to do that. And I'm like, y'all sitting here fighting each other. When y'all should be fighting the people who are supposed to be taking care of you. Yeah. And not only that, we have like 13-year-old volunteers. They're looking at adults fighting over orange juice. Yeah. What kind of message are you sending to them? Mm -hmm. Like, where's our dignity? Where's our respect? Mm -hmm. That's the shit that bugs me out. So, like, now I have the platform. Now I'm, I just want to go everywhere and talk that shit. Yeah. Because all I'm preaching is common sense. All I'm preaching is believe in yourself. Gamble on yourself, bet on yourself. Yeah. I'm not telling you to gamble on me because, you know, the thing I'd say or I realize is like in order for me to show up for community, I got to show up for myself Yeah, and mm. have a sense of pride in myself. 
and I'm not seeing that no more. And we don't have that kind of time. We just don't. Right. Mm. Mm. Well, y'all girls yeah. sit on that for a minute. Straight like that. <laughs> the, um. So let's talk about the, I know we kind of, we went, we talked about the New Jersey water. Coal, no, coal, Newark Water Coalition. Newark. 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 I never could say it. It's all right. Water Coalition. Um, I say water wrong, so. <laughs> um, let, I know we talked about it briefly. You kind of went into, you kind of went into the mayor thing. We kind of have you all over the place. Is there, do you want to like, I know you you broke down and how it started. Um, like, what are you guys doing right now? Unless I didn't notice that part. Like, so, what are you guys doing right now? And what could we do? Like, like the person listening, I'm from Jersey. I randomly come across this, this uh, podcast. And like, what can I do? One of the things is share the information. You gotta mm-hmm. go to fuck off Barbara Walters. It does not, <laughs> it does not do anything to, to hold this information inside. So the first thing I say is share, because you don't know who's Child. in your network. I'm about to throw this fucking laptop across this room. <laughs> you Save do not do that. Share the information God because damn. you do not know who's in your network. Bro, yeah. we will not get nowhere. Y'all be and trying to hoard. Y'all don't even want to tell people where y'all got your shoes from. This is crazy. Like it's never that serious. And and that's what bugged me out because I'm at a level where like you know I'm working with organizations that talk about moving half a million dollars and we over here fighting over like thousand dollar grants and I'm yeah. like that's bugged out. Yeah, that's bugged out to me. Hell yeah! So share the information. The two is get involved. Mm-hmm. Get involved. Get involved. Get involved. I said it earlier. Be active. Mm-hmm. There is like you know, if you can only staple some papers or make some copies or send some emails or make some calls, do that shit. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to bring the team coffee, if you ain't a protester, yeah. feed people. Feed, yeah, oh, there, a, there's, times, there's times where I've like, look, I can't protest because of a work thing or but because of what, like, sandwich. but I can make sandwiches. I can cook. I can do this. Like there are a lot of things that you, that you can do to help. If you don't, I always say, don't, you know, you don't want to fight. <laughs> Do something else Like help oh, The way you, you just can, said you that I was like a, I want, what you, It's just kind of like, like, like You don't want to fight They go yeah. If you don't want to be The star of the yeah, show Yeah Or you don't want to be A supporting actor or actress or you don't feel like You can yeah. do the lights Yeah That's yeah. how I always look at activism Like you can do the lights You can yeah. do the sound Yeah You know what I'm saying You Absolutely. can hand out You can hand out the program You know At the front door Like yeah. there's so many other things That you can do So when I see people like Man they ain't got shit to do with me yeah. But you got a kid and shit Like you got all of it like what are you leaving to them yeah nothing yeah and that leads me into the second thing is i realized we needed to start an organizing school so our project this year is to start an organizing school we got funding for it because my thing is is if we're not pouring in i'm about to cry that is so pouring into our younger generation and teaching them that there are alternate paths to success we are failing Other than them. being a rapper. Exactly. And you We're can- going to college because some of these programs that pitch college, I'm going to be transparent with you. The more that I do Trash. this assisting young people getting into, you know, higher education, I'm starting to see that adults are worried about what it looks like for them. Yeah. That this kid got into here, but yeah. you're not realizing the amount of debt that this kid will have, mm-hmm. the amount like, why are we pitching that? Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's the first time that anyone at this program has ever been like, 
that shouldn't even be. So is him going to this school more about you or is it more about him? Mm -hmm. And those are the things that, you know, upset me in a program that I work for currently, um, not where you came to today, but my part-time situation, there was an issue because essentially a young lady had ended up withdrawing from the program because she was adamant about wanting to go to hair school. Right. This young lady had at the time, like a TikTok page, a, um, Instagram page. Yo, mad young though. Mm -hmm. Killing it. Where I'm like, baby, I felt like red on five heartbeats. Like we got to sign you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, but I really saw something like, yo, this is your passion. Like to see somebody where they're thriving. Most of us don't figure that shit out. till like we old as hell. That's true. One thing I do love about this generation is that these kids are fucking phenomenal in the way that they think they don't want to work for nobody. They want to do other things. And some of them do have grandiose ideas, but they just need to plug it in somewhere and pick, you know, finagle the pieces a little bit, but they're onto something. You know what I'm saying? So when I see that and I'm seeing people trying to push another agenda for them, or mm-hmm. you're getting upset because this program, we get grants to do X, Y, and Z. But are we looking at the bigger picture in terms of financial freedom for these kids? If I'm yeah. pushing for you to go really to an expensive ass school, you can't buy no house. Yeah. You can't get the car that you want. Yeah. You can't do the certain things that you want to do because now I've locked you into some debt and I, I'm that kid. Yeah. And I share that story in every class that I teach. I don't want that for y'all. I am a slave to the dollar bill on so many levels because I just wanted an education because that was what was programmed into my head. All of us in our generation. Not realizing that the end game for me, I don't have financial freedom to be absolutely transparent. I don't feel like I do. You know, I'm working. I could pay my bills. I could take care of myself, but I want to get some more cryptocurrency instead of just investing every time I get paid. I want to do other things and participate and be able to rally and organize. But I noticed that you start shit at work when you start speaking up and saying what makes sense. (laughs) Now people don't fuck with you no more. So now I'm deemed as angry black girl or problematic or I'm aggressive or I care too much. Why are you always so like upset? But it's like, yo, are we walking them into a dark room? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like setting it on fire Listen you, I'm not doing that Listen you are 10 steps ahead of me I'm still trying to figure out Niggas is able to travel I'm sitting here Bro. thinking like I know not Klarna everybody pay. Make more money than me Klarna Listen pay. cause like Everybody traveling I'm sitting here like Nah that's not in the budget Like you know what I'm saying It's just me You know what I'm saying But so. I went to 8 countries $700 See that's $700 That's what it took code. me just that Priceline Google That is a cheat code That's a cheat code for me Passport You just do it But I think Financial freedom Is It just gives us choice It's relative though. It's choice. Yes. And it's also relative and, and that's true freedom And that's what I think of, You know What kids are getting hip to Or smart to Is like The American dream Is a lie And that shit is A hypocrisy So now it's like What's the real choice What gives me real freedom because this illusion of choice, that shit is, is, is not the wave anymore. But I do think it's something a little warped as far as what financial freedom is now versus what it was with us. So the reason why I say that is because... I don't ever think that was ever preached to us, though. The 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 scheme was you graduate high school, get your diploma. Go to college. Go to college, get a good job, you work. Yeah, but okay. In, Nobody in my talked mind, about predatory lending. Nobody talked about not. like all of these other things absolutely that happened to not. us. You know, the loans on TV. You need a laptop? Yeah. Do it now. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting 10 racks. Yeah. Why, bro? Yeah. Why are you giving me Why y'all give me 10? Yo, y'all give me a check with 10 racks. What'd I do? Get a Jetta. <laughs> 
you know, because I needed a car to go to school. You yeah. feel me? Like I needed certain yeah. shit. And then like when you look at it by design, you know, when you're a product of teen pregnancy, my mother 15, my father 17, the, the odds was kind of already against me. Absolutely. You know, in, in a big thing. And then with my dad not really being present all the time consistently mm-hmm. because I essentially grew with my parents. Mm-hmm. My upbringing is a little bit different mm-hmm. because my mom is figuring it out. Right. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? She's I figuring totally it out. So every time I turn like 30 something or when I was 27, I'm like, damn, I'm over here like a 12 year old. Right. Like this. I'm like, what the and, fuck? And so, but that the, shit at my birthday, I'd be drunk and shit. Like, y'all, they like, you good? I'm like, go ahead. Get another, <laughs> get another drink because it's like I'm fucked up. At yeah. 27, I was not good. Yeah. I'm not good. So when yeah. people are like, when I was 27, shut the fuck up. No, you wasn't. You was out here wilding. I was yeah. out here dating a wild ass nigga. Uh-huh. I'm wilding. It's violent. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> I fell down. <laughs> like, it's wild. You feel me? So like, you you touch and go with everything. You're trying to figure it out. These kids are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, they 28, they got a fucking, you got a shop pay store. You over here doing all of this. I'm selling fucking, you know, merchandise. They doing, I make candles. They what, doing a whole bunch what, of shit. Well, so what I was, I was, what I was trying to get at is like, you know, yeah, they didn't really, they didn't teach us financial freedom, but they told us what we should go towards. That was our goal. Yeah. Now the goal is, it's kind of different now. I don't know what they're telling the kids, but I do know what social media is telling the kids. Mm-hmm. And um, since this, you know, from the marketing brain, since I, I've noticed since this algorithm changed on Facebook and Instagram. Um, that we talked about a few episodes ago. Now the the timeline does look different, but I do notice that it's a more sponsored post that I'm getting on this, on yeah. my stories. And a sponsored post, and it be like shit that I talk no, about. It, it, for me, it's not people that I don't know. It's just normal people that have a sponsored post. It'll be like a black woman and saying some. Like literally a, a beautiful black woman with two kids and saying how I start my day. I report all of it because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Why are you like, and I, my sponsor <laughs> posts, I'm getting a lot of those. I'm getting a lot of just different sponsor posts. See, I'm not getting that. I'm getting a, so obviously. I'm getting think, shit that I be talking about. Things are, I'm not getting that at all. Out. I'm not getting none of that at all. I'm just getting random uh, influencers now that mean nothing to me. The out, like it's well, changed. Well, you also have to understand though. And, you know, we make jokes about this all the time. Mm-hmm. The influencing culture is really fucking weird to me. Yeah. And so like, but that's a thing now. Right. Like so, that's that's so, a thing. So for us in our generation, we like, what the fuck? Fuck you. Like, yeah, you got, so, that, you got so, that blue check or, yeah, or not? Like, yeah. So like I'm seeing that. But what I'm saying is too, like one of these dudes, like he literally went to, to touch on what you said, like, you know, what the kids are looking at now, they're looking at financial freedom, but financial. And you said, well, financial freedom is different to a lot of people. And I responded like it's relative. The reason why I said that is because they are like, literally you got these people. We don't know who the fuck you are. You're saying you're a millionaire. You stand outside with a with that look like you have money because of how you're dressed and you're in front of a car and you're saying you do this for people. Right. And you have a large backing. That means nothing to me. You know what I'm but saying? For kids, that but mean for a kids, lot to them. So, and that's what I'm saying. So what are kids really trying to get? Is that financial freedom? So now that's not financial freedom. That just shows that you kind of have money. So are they mis- misled? Well, you have the kids. I'm going to say this. In freedom. working in working with students it's, it's, across the board, you have the kids that are attracted to that because mm-hmm. they're looking at the bag. Like, I want the thing. Yeah. I want the stuff. I want, I want things. It's but then you have the other kids who are like, listen, 
I'm thinking about um, so Nana Sense, who is you know our like I love their candles, love mm-hmm. their business. They came out and did a candle workshop for mm-hmm. our students. Right. Um, big ups to Ashley and Michelle, um, and coming in and talking about being an entrepreneur and what that looks like and the importance of like talking it through with the kids. Like, yo, when you work for yourself. This is what really happens. Right. You know, these are the things that I'm experiencing. This is what I have gone through. These are the options that you have. It was a very raw conversation mm-hmm. where like a lot of those kids came back, like kind of, I want to say like they shook it up, mm-hmm. but were inspired mm-hmm. in a different direction because you saw someone who looks like you, you know what I'm saying? Telling you she ain't coming there with the, with the furs, the bed and right. all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, nah. I got to go get it. When you work for yourself, you got to work 10 times harder because like you got to pay yourself. You got to eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there are people out here that don't eat Mm -hmm. as entrepreneurs. That's not the part they talk about. You know what I'm saying? So you have those kids that are looking for the gleam, like the the glitter, the, the shine and all of that. But then you have this other group that they're like, nah, like, I'm trying to create some sort of longevity. I want to create something that creates when, when my kids talk about generational wealth and break it down, not just to say it as a buzzword, but what that means for them and their family. Mm-hmm. That's the kid where I'm like, okay, you want to something. The kid that like, I want followers. I really have nothing to say to you right? because you're missing the point. Yeah. Yeah. And they're kids, they're kids. Right. There are kids that's advanced to go back to what you said. Um, you were speaking on this organizing school. Um, I have two questions. One, Suki, do you want some more champagne? Um, no. Cause I could pop the bottle. No. Oh, you suck. I know. Anyway, <laughs> I was hoping you say yes. So I'm, gonna pop, never mind, I'm not going to pop that bottle then. Um, okay. and then do back to you. Just do it. <laughs> I'm about to now nah, Cause I'm going to start sounding Treat like. Treat yourself, um, king. And Otis, I'm going to be this motherfucker too I got shea butter in my hair and I don't think you want me laying on your couch. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not the kind of couch that people stay over on. Get out. I know, right? So, um, could you go into, I don't know how far in <laughs> such an couch. <laughs> like, how far, like, could you be at a, like, do you guys have, um, What's the word I'm looking for on the, the timeline? Syllabus. Syllabus. Yeah, okay. but syllabus yet? Like, how far are you into it? Let's talk about the school. So we are just. This is like just getting started. Like okay. this month. Um. So what? Well, congratulations on that. That's dope. I've never yeah. heard of that. I've never heard of somebody starting an organize. I've never heard of it. But I'm shall copyright that tonight. Yeah. Gonna be? <laughs> Yo, there serious? are other organizing schools out. Okay, there. okay, okay. And, and, That's dope. But there, there are a few that are, have been birthed out of grassroots movements that are still doing the work. Nice. So Come like on, we're still, and that that's that's the thing. It's like how do we like? Because my thing was my college experience. I never finished school, but it, it just it was lackluster for me. Mm-hmm. So because because there was no practical component to it. Mm. So if we have this school, there must be a practical component to it. You must be grounded in community. And I will say going to my school, we had too much of that (laughs) where like it was at cop. And I'm going to say straight up, like being in the human service, like I graduated with a degree in social work. The thing was, look, if you afraid of your people, you need to get the fuck out. Like Mm. in so many words, that's the way our professor broke it down. Like, I owe everything that I am as a professional right now to those black educators that I had at Coppin State University that you can't come in here and say you want to make change, that you want to love on people and help them. And you fucking afraid of the people that you work with. 
Yeah. Get the fuck out of the kitchen. Do you have Goodbye. a t- do you have a timeline? So in the first quarter of this year, what I want to do is uh we want to shoot a series of videos, okay. like a round table discussion panels with organizers that I know. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I want to put them on YouTube. And then that's gonna be the groundwork for eventually a curriculum. But then I started realizing that there's so many aspects about organizing that would benefit our people. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's one to just do like the grassroots work understand what it means to be an organizer. It's another thing to work in nonprofit organizations, non-nonprofit organizations. It's another thing to be board of directors because our people need to occupy these positions of power around foundations and everything. I'm tired. I got told by a foundation, oh, we don't understand the importance of giving out clean water. I was in another meeting where a board member used the word coloreds. Oh, and you I was here, like, champ. I was in court where oh, somebody said okay. that to me in a, in a court case, was and this I was Jersey? like, what? Was it in No, this was here in Maryland. That shit is wild. I was like, Who? She said she didn't want a colored social worker on her case. But <laughs> you don't have your kids, let bitch. Me, let me ask you this: what, <laughs> Why do you think, based on the not, the things you've told me, Kasuki told me this a while ago, and I was like, Shut the fuck up. Right. Why is it that Flint is getting this big backing and nobody knows? It? I'm sure there's other places that have water issues too. Why doesn't anybody, at least on the East Coast, why is it not popping up on my timeline? Why do we not know about this? Because they had extra bacteria in their water that was killing people within two days. Yep. Oh, that was one. The other thing was there was a doctor that we actually met and worked with. Um, nice. Dr. Mona Tosh. She uncovered that there was they were covering up the kids' elevated blood lead levels. They were playing with that data, mm-hmm. and she exposed it was them. as fuck. Like yeah. in Jersey? No, no, no. This no, is in Flint. In Flint. Oh in Flint. my gosh! Okay. So then the third thing is is that the the when they changed the water system over, it was so blatant. It was like you know people were dying, people yeah. were getting rashes. Um, they understood the the problem was really transparent. Yeah. So it just became this national thing. Got you. And so you know people went to jail or they tried to put you know lock people up. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll tell you something interesting about it. Is that the same public relations firm that Flint used, which was a Republican governor and a Republican? Don't tell me what I think you're about to tell me. The city of Newark is using. Oh my gosh. So the city of Newark, black Democratic mayor, is using that same public relations firm. And then you wonder why. And it's like they all borrow from the same playbook. Yeah. So whereas like Newark was just a blimp on the map, and realistically, because we're still making noise about it, that's why people still care. Mm. But, you know, again, it it goes back to like how much strength and energy do you have to put in the fight? Yeah. And then how are you building the fight to continue on? So now it's like, you know, I'm at a point where I've done national conferences, international conferences. When I talk about water as life, it's not a cliche to me. Yeah. I really understand that shit. I without water, that button. Without water, yeah. we don't have anything. And so then it starts, well, what other areas in our community has poison water? The Passaic River. What, you know, what are we talking about? Our watershed higher up. What is our knowledge on this source? Mm-hmm. And they've been talking about that since back. Like, if I'm not mistaken, if you ever watched the film, Nothing But Trouble with Dan Aykroyd and That's Danny Moore, shit. they talk about how Jersey ain't shit. It's dirty, it's filthy, landmines, like all this other like wild ass shit. There was a lot of comedy in it. But watching it the other day and thinking about the, the organization, you watched it. What was on TV, or you just pulled it up? No, I pulled it up and Damn, watched it I, because I need to watch um, that again. That Ali had never shit. Ali had never seen it before. 
Classic. Right. So he had never seen it before. And I was like, yo, let's watch it. And while they were, there were a lot of jokes some of that made me think like I immediately had actually thought of Anthony and his organization. I'm like, shit, well, if it's been like this, this time we've been fucked up. Yeah. And, and what I realized, and this is the part about the organizing school and the part about what you were talking about earlier on climate change is like, we don't occupy these spaces. I thought environmental justice was for white people. And then mm. I started realizing, Oh, we have the highest rate of asthma. Oh, our water is poison. Yep. Oh, our water, you know, air quality is this. Oh, there's a garbage incinerator here. And then I'm like, hold up. And it goes in specific neighborhoods. Very specific neighborhoods. It's not in the neighborhoods that you think it is. Mm. When you look at kids in the city of Baltimore, their asthma rate and everything is high and it stems. Well, not stems, but it's linked to poor housing conditions mm -hmm. where people are in, ones, you know, in Section 8 housing or in apartment buildings that have mice infection. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, infestation. infestation, I'm sorry, in the walls. Yeah. If that is happening, these droppings and all of this stuff, you could bleach down the whole house. You could do all of this. But all that environment alone affects your kids breathing. Yeah. Roach drop like all, all of the eggs, all of this shit, like it fucks the kids up. Yeah. You know, so you have black and let's, you know, kids is like, I can't fucking breathe. I'm yeah. not doing well. You know, it, it's man, this shit runs deep. And a lot of this stuff is purposely placed in our neighborhoods. Mm. So, you know, you 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 think the liquor store killing us. You better look at the bigger picture because it's deeper than that. You well, know, one of the things I found that was interesting was uh Corner store spices have high lead concentrations yep. because the farmers put lead shavings in there to, to jack up the weight. So if you're hold using, on, hold on, hold so, on, hold right? on. So if I go and to my the corner store, this, and if, I was like, "What the if fuck?" If I go to the corner store to get some Larrys, that what you saying? Spices? Am I? Am I? Am, am I? Off? It may not be uh, Larrys because that's a national like, like so, so they might have some regulations, so like but we don't brand, know. Like an off maybe brand. like. Like an off-brand yeah. spice. Maybe like a, or maybe say like a local, like local brand, brand. Got or you. something, something to that effect or something that's on a lower end. Got you. You know. And it could possibly have mm -hmm. lead in it. Yeah. Well, that's no bueno. And so like I've been stopped going to like corner stores to like when I read about that and then I believe like my mother and I had a conversation about it. I said, oh, nah, like, nah. Even the lunch meat, like certain things with yeah, the lunch meat, the high sodium crazy. content in the bodega, like when you're getting a sandwich, it's not the same quality lunch meat that you're getting from Jersey Mike's. It's not the same. And then the other thing is I realized that if you are led, if you have lead poisoning, you have a propensity towards violence. Most people who are lead affected mm. join gangs. And I was like, that's that's what really blew my mind. So I'm like, well, we've been going through this at least since 2016. But you're talking about generations now. Yeah. Now you're talking about, well, why do we have why is this city have some of the highest levels of crime? Could it be the water? I don't know. Could, and then you're like cancer rates. Yeah. And it, goes it just so keeps deep. going. It's a rabbit hole. It just keeps yeah. going. But so how do you begin to solve that? Organize. Yeah. Getting our people to wake the fuck up and being like, mm, nah, here and no further. This is my line. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard. And I understand why it's hard. Huh. Huh. I should fuck you up. Nah, I ain't going to be to sleep tonight. I don't right. know if it's the caffeine pill or what you're telling me. <laughs> well, you know, a part of one thing I, I wanted to say about when you said about people being ignorant. Um, ignorant. In... 
having dated a police officer, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to explain to this person, like, listen, just because you a part of this don't mean you a part of this. Right. Niggas was trying to fill a quota. Yeah. Make that very clear. Because you'll understand that that Blue Lives Matter shit is not extended to you. It didn't extend to the people that was at the fucking Capitol. We talked okay. about a few weeks ago. They had the, yeah, yeah. Nigga had the flag exactly. over his back in taste. But you have people who are so like, I, I think even the if we talk about ignorance, I think even touching on the self-hate piece, like why are you so against, you know, that you are like warped. Your head is warped thinking like everybody's a criminal. Everybody is this and not looking on that global perspective, like of water leading, you know, you know, damaged water leading to violence, leading to all of the, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it blows my mind that people don't think on a bigger picture of shit instead of like criminalizing everything and making people like they ain't shit. You know I, what I'm saying? Like, I think for me is exposure because I, I went to West Virginia to give a talk and they had water issues in this small rural town and racist as fuck, you know, Confederate flags. This guy comes up to me. He's like, you're not African-American. You're American. And I was like, wow, you're really crazy. Like, he believed that. But then I started realizing, oh, because you never been outside of West Virginia. Yeah. You, you never seen anything out there. Yeah. And then I started getting mad. I was like, that's why you're racist. But then I remember I know people that have never been out the block. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, oh shit, it works both ways. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like this how do we begin to expose our kids to things that they've never seen so that they know that there's a bigger world out there? I think a lot of that, I, as a kid who was raised by a parent who promoted reading lots of books, taking you lots of places, mm-hmm. doing lots of things, you need to see. My mom always said, I'm like, why? I always talk about the story where my mother just kind of sent me away one summer, right? I just went to Haiti. Like, I came home. She was like, you're going to get a fucking passport. You're leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, for the summer. I'm like, no, I hang out with my friends. Yeah. Like, going over there was a game changer for me at 16. I came over with all these clothes there. I left with, like, pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. Because it really put into perspective, like, we complain that we don't have enough. Um, and then you see what's that we can't over do. Here. Yeah, and you're seeing people, but they're happy, though. Yeah. Like, that's a big difference. They're very happy. How much we're consumed with materialistic things and nice things and all of this other shit. And these people are just happy to, you know, the in, in the town of Wanamed in Haiti, the electricity, I don't know if it's still like this to this day, but the electricity shuts off in the entire community at a certain time. Everybody's down. It's, it's quiet. You know, and so for me, being American, I'm like, well, I'm not ready to bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. not ready. Yeah. I go to sleep with the TV on. Right. Like, I'm ready. You know, but it put it put a lot into perspective for me as a young teenager that early. You know, everybody doesn't live like that. Everybody doesn't have what you have. Yeah. It also made me look at all this stuff that I wanted all the time as a kid. How important is that really? Mm-hmm. When you are watching people walking from the market to their home with no shoes on. Or something that is, you know, tattered and and falling off. It, it just, I don't know how we get our kids more experiences like that. Or, you know, and I didn't pay for that trip. I just had to pay for my passport, I believe, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. My mother listens, so she'll correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> if you're wrong, right. I feel like that's all I was responsible for. But that was a life-changing situation for me. 
Um, but I think it's like connecting our kids, like you said, building networks, um, getting guest speakers. Um, the job that I work at now, I think I, one thing I do like about them, even though it is a predominantly white organization, they're kind of letting me just kind of build, build the, build the machine. And I don't know if it's because you don't want me to be like, you fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. But they're actually letting, like, they're believing in what I want to do for these kids. Like, they were open to me having my friends that, you know, host this workshop for these kids, come and talk to them and do this because my network is fruitful. I know people that do wonderful things, but on the flip side, which is really, this might be like, really like, oh shit to some people. When I worked at a black school and I'm trying to get people to come in and do this, I was being met by gatekeepers Mm -hmm. who were refusing to have any of these opportunities happen or would refuse to pay a black business for a service, but you're okay with giving the money to white people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or instead of like us raising money in a different type of way, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You want to have like some get out fucking dinner where you got white people touching on black kids and shit. Like, you know, what's your sad story? You don't have your dad. And when I saw that dinner that they do to raise money every year, it looked like some slave shit. Like, I'm Mm. not going to hold you that you want to put kids trauma up on display to make you feel want to help spend more money. And I didn't like that. And it made me feel very uncomfortable. And to watch my students come to me afterwards and say how low they felt Mm -hmm. after that. And that people was kind of touching on them like they were a fucking experiment or like some weird ass. This is real. And it's still happening. That's why I don't work there anymore. But I don't think that if you want to be a person to do good, just fucking do it. Why do you why do people need to put their trauma or their sad story on display for you to offer any type of support or assistance to them? Mm. You should just want to help if you about community or if it's about the tax write off, hand over the fucking money. Why I got to keep talking to you about nobody wants to keep talking about my mother is a crackhead. I was abandoned. I ended up here at the school. They took a chance on me. And so here I am. I do really well, you know, but I got issues. I'm sure why I got to tell you all that you think Mm -hmm. that this kid want to keep talking about their mother being on drugs. You think this person want to keep talking about their father being incarcerated. Yeah. Like nobody wants to keep talking about that. So I really want us to get to a place in organizing and raising money and things like that for our kids that we don't have to make them put their trauma on display to get the help and support that they deserve. Yeah. You should just want to do it because you want to help. And if you want to be one of those angel donors, like those people that don't want to say you help black kids, but you do or whatever the <laughs> fuck that is, then just hand over the fucking money. Give yeah, it up. Give me the bread. I'm with it. That's where I'm at with that. Sorry. Didn't mean to get on no, my no, I, I was it. triggered. Well, Thank you. since, uh, <laughs> since you, since you're on the heater, I think we can, uh, We've been in it for a minute. Can we go to Suka Scenario? Then we can uh, get out of here. Yeah. Uh, you got something? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to uh, drop into the Suka Scenario. Hey. Mm. Suki. Suki Scenario. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the champagne. I think I drank way too much. Go ahead, Suki. My bad. Sorry. All right. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So now that we make things on a lighter note here, um, we didn't even talk about our case, but we can we can get into that. Our case. Uh, we wanted to talk about the Mosby case in terms of politics mm. and things like that. But I think we know that things get corrupt sometimes. And so best of luck to her. I hope that things work out. Yeah. Um, I 
I will tell you this media outlets will paint you to be whoever the fuck they want you to be. And reading a story on three different pages has really disturbed me. So I'll be back with that. But anywho, um, (laughs) dear Suki and Dolo. This looks very messy, but here we go. Kudos to you all for featuring the guy that spoke on seeking custody of his kids. I don't know about the other listeners, but I would like to hear more of the story and the context as we don't directly hear from dads often. Anyway, I'm hoping that you both can give me some insight on this. How do you or would y'all navigate dating with kids? I want you babies to work on your grammar, but I'm gonna make it. Mm. My partner has a son. And I have no kids. We now fast forward to having a kid together. And it seems that his previous baby mama is upset about it and is doing weird shit like not adhering to visitation schedules with the other child or claiming that my child is favored over hers, which is not true. I do. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I pressed the wrong button. I do not resent my new daughter as I wanted a family with him, but I am almost worried that I made a mistake having a kid with my, oh shit, having a kid with my partner because I did not opt into all of this drama. Things were different when we did not have a child together. There was never any drama before. How will you, how would you all handle this situation? Well, Um, there's two questions here. The first question is, how do you all navigate dating with kids? The second one is, how would we handle the situation that she or he, I don't know. Yeah, because it's a partner. Well, I assume a she because she's saying when I had my daughter. Because it says, I do not resent my new daughter as I wanted a family, but okay. I almost... I'm I'm almost worried I made a mistake having a kid with my partner because I did not opt into all of this drama. Well, I say this, unless y'all plan to have a kid, it was a mistake. But you're here now. I'm just that's that that's one thousand percent true. Like yeah. I don't care. Unless y'all was planning for it, you're here now. Um again, it 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 happens a lot when you know, when people have kids, the kid it gets in between you guys and both of you guys Put put so much love into that kid. Y'all that forget about, you forget about each other. Um, that's it why happens people go a lot. through emptiness. That's why people go through emptiness. Why? That's why people get divorced after eight after eighteen years of within that kid. The kid goes to college. All that you've been watching Teletubbies, then teenager shows, and going through all these things. And now the kid is gone. Now they have to relearn to love each other. But to go mm. all the way back to you guys being now you're here. It's a little. It's another factor now. You know, it's the mm. it's the mother of the child um, of the previous relationship. I should say, mm. and now you. You, you know, I don't know. I think that a conversation needs to be had. Amen. Um, if you do love your partner, if you if you and your partner are trying to make it work, um, it's OK to feel like this is a mistake. It's OK to feel that way. Uh, you should need to have that conversation with your partner. And if you guys are together, I truly think that a conversation needs to be had with him or her or whomever that is. And they need to have that conversation, one, with their previous Mm-hmm. You know, if that person is coming around, then you have to understand that something was not finalized before that happened. There was no type of conversation or no mm-hmm. transition, I don't think. Um, and if there mm-hmm. was, if there was, then 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 another conversation needs to be had. Like, look, I told you that, that you know that this is my girlfriend. We you know that if I am with this person, we have another kid. I have a kid with this person. That person is, you know, you know. I'm together. We are together. Um, 
But a, a conversation needs to be had together because the kids ain't going nowhere. They did not that ask part. to be here and all that. If anything, they should not feel what is going on between you three or four, depending on if that partner is with someone. Uh, well, the ex, I say the baby mother is with someone. Um, conversations need to be had. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be frustrating. Mm-hmm. But conversations need to be had. Do not, and I repeat, do not just, you know, push it to the side or say fuck that or think that that you know you know your partner the person that's writing this you know who the person is and you know if how they function if you think they're not really doing what they're supposed to do on their part to to hold it down or to talk to their ex uh to the mother of their child then you need to step up you know you don't ever want to feel like a mistake if i think that that's what i feel i mean if listen listen i'm telling you right now i have a child i have a child um I have a child, right? I have I, a child. Don't, why you always make me sound like Fesco? <laughs> hey, chill. He why got hit make, in the head with a fucking Exactly. Crowbar. Why do you make it sound like that's how I sound? I'm sorry. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> so what I'm saying is... I, I have uh, a child, goddammit. <laughs> yes, I deserve... I think they need to die. They need to burn in hell. All right. I don't know if I'm a racist. I don't know what's going on. That but is motherfucking if, Samuel Jackson if, from if, A Time to Kill, sis. It's been a long time. Yeah. No. Okay. Why do you... Okay, anyway. I have a child. Okay, Go ahead, look, look, look. baby. So what I'm saying is if I was in that situation, let's say I, I'm uh, getting in a relationship with somebody else and I have a child with them. Mm-hmm. And, my, and my idea is like we're married and we have a child, so I shouldn't have to worry about that. But let's say mistakes happen clearly you know well i don't think kids are a mistake they're a blessing from god from a higher power depends on how you look at yeah, it yeah but what a i'm blessing saying from god listen, or Jose Cuervo, like, like, or like, like, like i'm saying like, unless, now, listen all, all I'm, what i'm saying is <laughs> unless, unless you unless you plan for that child you didn't unless you plan to have a child it was a mistake and now you're here now oh. you're late and you're here simple as that and you said control all delete Hey. Yeah, so we're not going to, you know what I'm saying? And I am too. I am. Hey, I'm, I'm definitely pro choice. like, why are y'all bringing kids into well, listen, wild Let's not go down that rabbit hole. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. We're here now. So no. we're here in this conversation, yeah, a suki scenario. Yeah. So what I'm saying yeah. is for me, if I was the, the guy, right? I'm the guy with the child. I meet somebody else now and they don't have any children. We rocking. I don't know the specificities that are there, the longevity of their relationship. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is I met, mess with somebody. We end up having a kid. I've always said, when and if I meet somebody else mm-hmm. and it gets to that point, right. I'm going to have that conversation. The conversation needs, they have to know each other. I'm not about to be on no fuck shit, no love and hip hop reality TV show no shit. TV I'm not doing none of that shit. Yeah, that's and he's wicked. from Buffalo. So let's, let's you know what I'm saying? He's, he's from Buffalo. Y'all look yeah. bad. You know what I'm saying? So like, you got to understand, like, I, I refuse. I refuse to be in that type of thing. That's too much stress on me. So what would you have, like, all the women link up? Not like, like that. No, it's just a drinks of, on each other or, like, do they just show I up? I said not loving I'm talking I, with you, though. No, but no, seriously, but like, seriously, like, would they if link I, up? If, listen, no, it, it would be like this. I meet, uh, let's say I meet, uh, I don't like her. I'm on trail. No, no, let's say, uh, who, who what's my, let's say, I, let's say I meet her, her, right? I fall in love. I love her, right? Let's say the I meet singer? Her. Yes, I love her. I'm or dead. Ari Lennox, you know. She a little ratchet. Oh, no, we're not, Ari, say, Ari. not Ari. Don't we say, don't say Ari. Her. She is not ratchet, but go ahead. 
Okay. Um, let's say let's say we I meet her, right? And we kick it off and I like her. We not we don't have any kids or anything, but we we there and like I I'm saying olive juice. You, you feel me? And you shooting the club I, up. I'm shooting the club up. Nothing happened. I'm a I'ma have a conversation <laughs> with, you know, like listen, I I'm in a full-blown relationship with and I want some this person to I'm meet head over heels our child. And I got her bank card. So and I'm letting year, you know. Like, I'm like an I'm an authorized user. All oh. right. Oh wow! So you know what I'm saying. I want this person. And she to be meet. making me home fries with peppers and Man, onions. Man, at four in the morning if I ask for it. Oh my god! Come on, come on now. That means you eating butt though. You know what that means. <laughs> got it. So, so hum, what hum, I'm hum, saying. Hum, hum. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> what they say? It's only one inch more down south. Is oh, that's this fatality. <laughs> All right, so like, no, but like I would, you know, I would want to establish that type of thing, you know, mm-hmm. to let it, to let it be known, you know, but that not to say that that essential thing would happen. Nobody's perfect. This shit can happen to anybody. I don't give a fuck yeah. what type of conversation you had. If that person is not ready for you to leave or, or to be in a relationship, it could possibly happen. What I'm saying is you're here now. Um, and the conversation needs to be had. If you guys truly want to make it work with y'all in y'all future. Simple as that. If that person, if that person is starting shit, that man, that woman, whomever that person is with that ex-partner needs to put some type of authority down, but also respectfully, because that is the 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 mother of your the child. The firstborn. Yeah, see, yes. The illustrious child. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's how I would handle it. The, you know, conversation, you know, like, even if it's uncomfortable, you gotta, you gotta do it. You know, you gotta weigh out what's going on. It's gonna be hard, especially mm-hmm. for the person that's in the middle of all this shit. But it has to be done because these two children ain't going nowhere and these two women... Aren't going anywhere. Sure, so what heart. you gonna do? That's me. What do you think? Go what to Texas. Think? You say, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Everything's <laughs> bigger in Texas. <laughs> shit. I don't even got no button for that one. Shit. <laughs> no, I think it's it's definitely a conversation because that that's that shit about bringing children into like fucked up situations is so, just fucked up. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, you know clearly you loved your partner enough to have his child. Mm-hmm. So for it to be like, well, now it's, things are getting a little crazy. So mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. Like, nah, that's, that's the thing is like when you, when you, what is, what does it mean to love somebody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to share gen- gen- enough genetic material to create life? Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm a little inconvenienced now. This doesn't look the way that I thought it was going to look. So now I'm questioning everything. Well, I also think that That I I think I'm going to have to go back to what I've always said. People get to know people backwards. You know what I'm saying? Um, To be in love is a big, uh, if we want to take Dolo's analogy of gambling, you Mm got to bet on all the areas of the table, right? You putting your money on every part of the table. You can either win or lose. You know, oh, and, you gonna hit right. You but want, how much you, you gonna hit for? Uh, <laughs> That's the question. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, in, in saying that, you know, I think what people think is like when I've had trauma, or I've had something fucked up happen to me, like that I'm betting higher than my partner on right. the love and the romance and the relationship. When in all actuality, we all putting up money on the table. Okay, so I think asking questions about ideas around parenting um 
asking questions around uh, your partner's like upbringing is important because if there is a disconnect in certain things, you have to remember you are potentially connecting your seed to all of this. You know what I mean? It did, it did like, I think people just think like, we're going to get rid of generational curses and we're going to have a kid. No, baby. That shit is going to rear its ugly head and show up because you are knowingly or unknowingly almost all of us are, are our parents in right, wrong or indifferent, you know? So some of us have parents and we go that direction of what they did to us or how they raised us. Some of us stray away from all of that completely. So those are conversations that you need to have. I just think people are into like duplicating and, um, I guess I want to say like redeeming themselves or making up for lost things that then they put all of this pressure into this baby that comes not realizing y'all haven't done the work for yourselves. Mm -hmm. Y'all haven't healed yourselves. So now you have now brought in another kid like into the mix that may perhaps end up being like y'all maybe times two depending on what the circumstance is. I don't think that people think about that. Like, we just be having kids with people. Like, we don't really be doing no investigation. I mean, because I mean, it, 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 at the end of the day, that kid ain't there yet. You you getting bust down in the in the, in the But I think like that's that's why we need to be clear on we need to be clear on casual encounters, yeah. you know, and how we handle casual encounters. And perhaps maybe we need to take a step further in being protected yeah, with and, our and, casual and, encounters and, and, and brother if she allergic to if she allergic to the if that that log type off. of yeah log off you can wait just wait yeah, i know, like, I know. You know listen what? she waited to bust it now you can wait another day or, or take mean, that trip to 7-eleven is seven minutes really worth you know like are you, are you saying they out here quick pumpers the average person, they be niggas be tired. They get a <laughs> they get a Charlie horse. But niggas get a Charlie horse, they just roll off the bed. Who look. am I who do Daddy. I have to impress? Right. The woman, right? I'm no. not. You know what you came here for, Gladys. <laughs> you didn't say no. You said extra tomatoes. <laughs> Fried hard, and I'm here. But in all actuality, like you want to risk seven minutes for meatballs and an ugly ass hat and some Air Force ones and a that bad is, Burberry yo, shirt. Who hurt you with that? How many baby showers have you been through? I love, I love, I specifically niggas, love. But listen, what I don't like what I baby shower meatballs because they had the best liquor. Child, I love baby showers where the family is in distress. <laughs> you got a problem. It's toxic. I know that about myself. But see, I know my shit. But I'm here, baby. I what y'all give I don't know who wanna take it to who house cause y'all don't yo, like each check other this out, check this I don't out, know what's going literally, on literally yo that's how you know as soon as the baby shower over the, the dude the dude helped the uh, mother put the shit in and, they, and he bounced and, and he then going he out. the bar he, later he going on out. He same going, shit he going to the golden dragon yeah. I had my baby shower today yo this bitch her mother tried her mother tried to tell me I told you, you got she gonna shit, take though, my right? son <laughs> <laughs> she gonna take my son Yeah like You better find out Who the fuck y'all Having kids with Cause this shit true. get wild You that know And it is not to say That if you have trauma That you are a throwaway person that That's not what that Absolutely. means But we have to like Really like sit You gotta lean into the feels You it know start, Listen it starts with accountability Yeah If you like, know yo, you got I mean, some shit I, I went through some shit So sometimes I be wilding you know, that's, sometimes listen, I be making that's up shit that's not real. Give me, give me an opportunity to know if I need to log off. 
know what I'm saying? Like you said, like if you come to me, we just meet, we smile at each other's face. Yeah. I'm liking your look and everything. And you tell me, like, look, sometimes I be bugging. Sometimes my and, wig don't be wigging. And, and, like, and I need to know what you mean by that. <laughs> I be bugging because of said thing. And I need to, I'm like, okay. And I sit back and think, like, is this worth it? If not, then I might log off or I might decide to walk in a little bit deeper into that dark alley. But at the end of the day, you told me and you gave Lattice? accountability. Like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Anybody there? Here, here. Fuck it, I'm here now. (laughs) But I'm here now. You gave me a choice. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, and that's what women say all the time. Like, you know, women that say, you know, you know, that whole thing. Like, let me know if you just want to fuck and all that. Because that's a a fucking urban myth. Girl, you don't want to know that. That's an urban legend. You can wake up in a tub full of ice, but your organs gone, girl. You really want to know. Surprise, motherfucker. Right. You really want to know what he want to do. You met him off the chat line. You think it's going to be something bitch like really oh my god but no in all actuality look keep it a buck about your shit but that means that you're gonna have to like get in touch with yourself okay like i'm a i'll be the first to tell you look i know i'm fucked up okay i got some toxic shit with me i got shit that is not amazing i like to threaten people when i feel like you disrespecting me like that shit gets real street like real quick mm-hmm. and it's not okay it's um not, i didn't say it was yeah no i'm just yeah. i'm i'm saying that as uh, accountability, accountability for myself there you like go. that is not okay and it's not cool um but also oh, acknowledging that people be trying to say shit to you to like push the limit like and I think we need to watch what the fuck we say out of our mouths because I think you know what you be saying when you say shit to people because you know you're pushing a button you know what I'm saying so I digress but anywho look get in touch with yourself navigating with kids I don't know it's a lot of work you gotta be willing to put in the work this sounds like you know I really feel for this person and saying that you think that your kid was a mistake that was kind of the part that resonated with me but um postpartum is a thing you yeah. know what i'm saying did they so, mention how old the child was they, they didn't go into that okay because so, we're you know, talking about a 10 year old and eight year old right, now, i yeah. don't know but depending on how old this kid that is, is yeah. that can also play into a part so if a woman is not really feeling herself or there are other issues going on with the birth you know the 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 labor and delivery and things like that we there could be so many elements to all of this mm, yeah um we and, need to start doing listen i want to say this mm-hmm. uh, i thought about this in the shower the other day always have shower thoughts of creativity, Girl, right? we do not want to think about you in the shower. I didn't mean it like that, but it's called a shower thought. Like, people have it. People... Log me on the XL. Listen, no, so look, no. What I was saying is, like... Where the clipboard at? I was thinking maybe, you know, we should have, like, if anybody... We start, start doing live suitcase scenarios. Like, if anybody want to call in or we can call somebody. You know, I think I want to do that because it's so much more we need to know. Like, it's so many specific things that I have more questions that we can really get down and really be the answer. I'm although I am thankful for the the people that that write in to and ask us, you know that that want to hear what the fuck we got to say. Um, Which I, is interesting because I tell you, just end it all. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but not, I really do. Listen, listen, not like kill yourself. That's not no, what no, I mean. No, I mean, no, like, no, I know what you mean. Walk yeah, out before shit toxic. get too wild. Listen, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, then, step, but, take a step back for a minute. That leaves that, but that doesn't give you closure. And then a year down the road, because you have a kid, you might want to see what, you know, things you like, well, shit, I was probably fucked up. And that person, we still need to figure things out. But we said accountability. And then one of the things that you said that uh, also caught my attention as well in terms of communicating Mm -hmm. stems back to the conversation um, Aunt and I had in a car. Mm -hmm. Communication don't necessarily mean that you understand. Yeah. 
And sometimes the person delivering a message may not understand what they trying to verbal. Like we're all not good with words. Like everybody's not good with words. So it's like, look, if you, if you say you love somebody, I said this before, it's even on a worst day when they are not their best. Okay. And so y'all have made the conscious decision to be together prior to this younger child being born. Y'all were committed to one another and everything was fine. And anytime you throw a baby in the mix, whether it's planned or unplanned, it throws the whole dynamic off all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't necessarily think because the other parent is giving uh, pushback that there is not closure. I don't always think that. Mm-hmm. I think that it's hard. We don't think about grief and loss is not just extended to people that leave this earth, you, like this realm. True. Grief and loss is like for like dismantled, you know, relationships, connections that we no longer have with people. You know what I'm saying? So this woman may have very well been over this guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then like when you see another child being born, perhaps maybe this person goes back to thinking when they had a kid and like, and all I of didn't it, get that like it might, of, it might brew up a whole bunch of feelings that you thought was like, kind of like, which is done. why I said that person, the person that is in the middle of it at the end of the day, it is what it is. You got to put the big, big pants on. I was going to say big boy, big girl, whatever, big, big partner, big pants person, and, non-binary. Big partner pants, whatever. Fuck they, it. I don't fucking know. Put on they put pants. That, put on they, I don't know. Put on the pants and then figure it out. Like, you gotta, you are, and you are because of the feelings of these people. Yeah. So you and have understand to. As a man, when you're making all these families, baby, you're gonna have to come to court. Yes. And I'm not talking about child support. You I'm know. saying like showing yeah. up, having conversations. You're gonna have to talk do. to people. You, so if that's why I tell you. Bust it down, saying all that shit into their ear, had a mong, 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 leg on front, however the fuck she said. Five minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> It just got low. You said seven minutes before. You, it's getting bang, low. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> All right. You know what? That's, that's what I'm going to tell you. Girl, you so crazy. You like crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm still. I'm. Hello? <laughs> Anybody there? Now Are you need to make me a sandwich because you ruined my night. Okay? Now I want that Hillshire Farm oh, bullshit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You want the boar's head. Okay? Yo. Thinly sliced, bitch. <laughs> And put a little tomato on it. God damn it. And some dudes. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. Well, with that being said, we, we, uh, definitely reached over to our mark. We need to, uh, be respectful to the listeners and stuff. Yes. Because we did, we definitely bust down three hours. I think I want to release this show. I want to say that she, um, and shout outs to her that she loved our recent episode. I was like, dad, we thought it was a little too long. But um, there are a lot of people that write in and tell us that these long episodes help them get through their work day. Because I I'm think glad. everybody is on that. Y'all, that y'all job. can hit me up, too. You know, I, I am a person oh, that tink. makes me feel better. You know, I, I mean, I like, you know, tink I do pat tink. myself on the back a lot. But, geez, I'm it feels sorry good. that you feel sad. Booty right, brat what? So I'm thinking of releasing this episode tomorrow. And then you should just our, do a double release fuck a, and fuck them up. Yeah. Well, we're not recording next week. We not because you're going to be gone. Yeah. So unless you a double record release. You got time to catch up. So I'm going to release. Yeah. But I'm going to release this one first. And just then, imagine like, having two titties. I think every woman. Should, well, you know what? Not on Total Recall. Yeah. She, she had, had three. three. <laughs> Yo, that shit fucked me up. I, I used I to love like, it. What's going but I ain't gonna like my little creepy ass as a kid. I love that yeah, shit. Child, we know you love the breasts. Yeah, that shit was wild. Mild shit, and spicy. Yeah, breasts is awesome, man. Come on now. Talk to me nice. Um, yeah, the butts. <laughs> yeah, I don't be wiping them. <laughs> okay. okay, let me come back. 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 Um <laughs> all right. So um before we get out of here, let's oh, uh Lord. 
Lord, Bumbaclad. Go on. Before we get out of here, um, I want to thank Ant for pulling up on us. Um, you know, for for honestly, for that it was a big thing to me that you fucking got on the train or a plane an automobile to come the fuck down here <laughs> to record with us for little of us. So that now that made train, that, plane, automobile. That really, you know, <laughs> that that made me feel good. Like I don't know yeah. about you because like that that was that meant a lot to me. I don't know about Suki. Suki, she she a celebrity in her own mind. So you know, the girl's she, always trying to speak for me. You know, so but I appreciate you um for um coming out here um and doing that. Um, I I want to commend you for um the, the work you're doing in Jersey. Yeah, I want to say everybody needs to go and follow Clean Water for Newark. Yes. Um, please do that. And um, also, go ahead talk your shit. What you got to promote and all that. What you got happening down the pipeline and all that. Uh, follow me on IG. My personal IG is Newark Politics. Uh, our website for the campaign is www.mayorant.com. For the Newark Water Coalition is NewarkWaterCoalition.com. And the IG page is Clean Water, the number four Newark. Please support us. Please like and share our stuff. Um, see how you can get out in your community. Just help somebody tomorrow. Just do a small thing, whether it's listening or having a conversation. Our people need help now, not tomorrow. Mm. Come on now. Big part. You talking to shit. Wow. Make me happy. So you got some shit you want to say? Because I can get all this shit because you're getting on my nerves. Ciao. Get in touch with your traumas, okay? I know that's right. That's all I'm going to say. That's what you got. And it's okay. So you, the, you was not a throwaway if you fucked up. That is absolutely true. Like, at you know? all. You deserve love. You deserve happiness. You deserve peace. But understand it's going to take some work mm-hmm. to get to that space. Um, don't talk yourself out of good things. I'm going to make a uh, voice note of that because I'm getting sick of seeing these dumbass influencers post themselves and sponsoring, I don't know why I'm getting all these sponsors, influencers that on my really fucking. You off. It is because, and then people are sharing this shit, and it's just them drinking, drinking, and looking out the windows like you deserve time to yourself. You do, and people though. are sharing it. That's it's treat just, yourself, king. But yeah, you know tr- what? But you know what though? Uh, stabilizing your mental well being goes beyond sharing a post. Yeah, that, and that's I think, that, that's the I first believe, step. I don't believe a lot of that stuff. I think they do it because it's kind of similar to that trauma porn we talked about uh, mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. or the year before that and the year before that. Like it's just trauma porn. People know that people like to hear. Well, things. mental health and trauma is a buzzword. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And but it is fucked up because it is really not making always the impact that it should for people who are truly suffering from mental health and trauma. You know why? Because you know they I mean? already took, take, they not seeing your posts. Are you having a gorgeous picture telling you have mental health? Uh, you need to take a mental health day because they're off of social media because they need a mental health day. That part. So there's that. It's me. I'm bitches. So Suki, what have you learned from this episode? Ciao. We got to rally. We got to organize here. Um, you know, in hearing all the work that Anthony is doing, too many people, like, I hate to sound like a public television, you know, special, but mm-hmm. too many people have made so many sacrifices for us to just be right here. That is true. We should have definitely be been a lot further, you know, um, Mm. When I when it, we celebrated, you know, the Martin Luther King holiday, I reported everybody who shared a quote. 
Because okay. fuck you. Okay. No, because you know what? It's meaningless. Like, yeah. especially like non-persons of color. Mm-hmm. Like it goes beyond that. You know what I'm saying? Pay a black person today. Do something for somebody today. Mm-hmm. And if you are a black person, check on somebody today and not just, hey, I'm just trying to see how you're doing. Go see if somebody needs something to eat. Like, yeah. go see if somebody is, you know, if they're okay, if they safe, yeah. you know, if they're in a good space. Like, it bothers me when I hear people tell me sometimes, I've had like several people tell me in the past week that they felt like they really wanted to cancel their life all the way the fuck out Jesus. as of late because of all the things that's just happening to them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people may present and get up for work every day and may do all of these things, but that's capitalism because we got to work to eat. Right. But like when I really say check in, like check in, make sure people are good, yo. Like, because motherfuckers is battling a lot of shit out here. Yeah. Like it's, it's not to get like super spiritual about it, but it's a wild ass world we living in. Yeah. So, you know, just make sure you really tapping into people like, and checking in. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know who that was. I thought she said mute my phone. It was my laptop. That wasn't my phone. You. I'm fucking calling Yeah, you. it was a flex. It was all my right, laptop. All right, all I was calling right. my laptop. Oh, MacBook. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh. Shit. But yeah, checking on your folks. You know what I'm saying? That's what I learned. Thank you for the work that you're doing, Anthony. Um, this is us. We toxic as fuck to each other. This is a very toxic friendship. But it's real. Anyway. <laughs> Anthony, what have you? That learned? handshake is copyrighted, Brian. I just want to let you know he's doing your shit. So go ahead. What, what have you learned from this episode, homie? Um, you know, so I, I do a Christian podcast, but I'm not like involved in it. Like mm-hmm. I just show up, and I think I learned that the amount of work that y'all put in is it's a real blessing. It's a blessing because I think you said it last time, like, you know, sometimes the sound isn't right or sometimes this yeah. is off, sometimes whatever. But sometimes I think, we off. Like, we be oh, dealing yeah. with shit behind yeah. the scenes. Oh, like, my gosh. We be fucked up. Yeah. Like, and so people are demanding a service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the girls yeah. want the service. Yeah. <laughs> but what I realize is that, you know, plat- one, platforms like this are so important for our people because y'all are so important for our people. Oh, come on now. Thank because you. Because it's like... Yeah, thank you. I don't you think know, no guest has ever told us this. I was told that was <laughs> no, but it, it's, it's the thing is thank everybody's you. trying to be more of the same. Yeah. And we don't need that. Right. We need people to say like, yo, show up. Check on people. Yeah. Yo, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. This is the situation that's happening to me. Because yeah. the, the biggest lie in this country is that you are alone. Yeah. That is the biggest lie in this country. Because it's not true. Right. And so seeing y'all do this is it's is I'm I'm happy to be a part of it. Oh man. I'm happy that I could have been a part of it. I also feel like sometimes that's probably why we don't get the recognition that we get because our shit is on a level of I don't want to say woke because we do messy shit too. We do. We do it all. Um but I think like our listen our listeners are like the total fucking package. Mm-hmm. Like we got engineers, STEM people, lawyers, mm-hmm. you know, street motherfuckers. Yeah. It's everybody, you know, our families. Like yeah. it, it's everybody. But I think because we are often talking about real shit to cultivate like real change sometimes, that we don't get the burn that we should because we're not over here exploiting black women mm-hmm. or we not like, you know, doing disparaging shit. We're not like going viral. we yeah. Like <laughs> And so it, it's just, it's wild. I will tell you as an organizer, there are times where I like, 
you know, years down the road, I've had people come up to me after the fact and said like, yo, you made a change in my life. Mm. So there's probably so many countless people that you don't know is a, are affected by what y'all talk about and what y'all do mm-hmm. that those blessings are coming to y'all and y'all don't even know it. Man, and just, just take honor in, a, in that because I, I know that's happening. Amen. Well, Thank shit. you. Thank you. Appreciate that, wow. man. What a what a way to end a week! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I ain't and going to the I office was tomorrow. Getting ready to end it all. No, oh, Jesus! <laughs> hey yo, Jesus. <laughs> well, what I've learned from this episode that three tits is better than two. You know what I'm saying? I think that's cool. Um, I learned a lot also about the water, the water system in in New York, in Newark, New Newark, 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 not Delaware, New Jersey. Thank you, Newark, Newark. I just can't say it. I'm sorry. Um, Shout out to me. That that's a lot. Um. That 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 was a lot, you know, just to learn from it and 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 to hear about that. I mean, Suki touched on it a few t- a few times before because I remember we tried to get you on before. Um, but I literally held out because I wanted him to do that. I felt like that was his space to oh, do that. Absolutely. That's why I kind of never went. Like to when me. she said it was like crazy. I'm like, really? Like then why are we not hearing? So that's why I brought it up to you. Like why isn't? And the fact that you you had you had an answer for everything just goes to show that you really putting the work in. Mm-hmm. And and I, and I this is my first time met met, met you. You know what I'm saying? So and I. Truly thank you that you're doing it and where you live. You I, I know the grassroots role enough. I'm not a part of it, but I've been a part of it. Um, I've seen it done and I commend you for that. Uh, I thank you for being a part of this Another Black Podcast episode. Um, y'all be sure to please follow him. Newark politics. Newark politics. Come on now. I remember. <laughs> I just don't be not a saying Newark. 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 Newark, yeah, yeah, there Newark you go. politics and be sure there to follow go, baby. Clean Water for the number four Newark. Um, and you can uh, contact him anyway if y'all want to give him some monies, if y'all want to ask how y'all can help, if y'all are if y'all are in, I'll just say the New Jersey area. I'm not gonna say that word no more because it, it's starting to feel like no. it's a weird word though now. Yeah, it's okay. I said it too much. It's giving um, a little, you know. Yes, yeah, it's kind of weird now. I'm yeah. saying it too much. Reading rainbow <laughs> <Yeah>. vibes <laughs> with the so with okay. the dangly earring. Uh, <laughs> That definitely is you. <laughs> Whatever. I haven't worn it in a minute, though. Oh, so you ain't on your shit right I now. I just, you know, it's just, I haven't been feeling that. Look. When you put that on, you want your lowest boy shit. All right, chill. Um, so. no, I'm not talking about Mr. Cheeks. I'm talking about the vampires. <laughs> so, yum, 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 so, yum, yum. so, so, um, you know, if anybody's in the New Jersey area and listening to this podcast and want to figure out Even to reach if you're out not, to him, donate. Donate. Um, if y'all can't, if y'all, if y'all can't find the find him, reach out to another black podcast on our IG at the ABP show. Y'all can email us at another black podcast right. at Gmail if y'all want to send us any questions, concerns, emotional outbursts. If y'all want to hit me up um personally, it's at so your dolo S O Y. I'm sorry, S O Y O U R D O L O. Suki not around right now. So if y'all want to reach out to her, y'all gotta hit her up on the ABP show right now. Yeah. Um, I'm handling all the social media. I'm pretty much doing everything like always. Girl. So we doing that. That's cool. You know. Um, I don't know if Suki got something to promote, but I got something to promote as always. Every Tuesday I'm DJing in Laurel, Maryland at the hideout. How don't you dare do that? It was a I, joke. Relax. Okay, but Relax. last Tuesday it was lit. You know, I got a tip. On to DJ, I mean, not like that. Oh. I got a tip to DJ. Like, yourself, listen, no, first of all, when you're DJing, <laughs> so in the in the African culture, 
I'm not DJing in African culture, but Why? I'm because it's all night long, baby. No, I'm cool with that. They throw money at you and they yeah. pay you. They don't do that at my joint. So not well, at the Afro American. Yeah, not Afro American. But if it's I did, like every African now and American again, I get a few. I get a, I get a few people that will like give me money, like a church mother, while I'm DJing. They, they come put up it to in your blouse. No, uh-huh. I don't think church mothers do that. They kind of come up to you put and grab your hand and they put it in your hand. They cup their oh, hand. Yeah. And put it, you know what I'm saying? And you open it like twenty. Well, it'd be like ten twenty. Next Friday, you hear me? If y'all wanna listen, I curate the vibes every fucking Tuesday. I always change up. Yeah, the hideout got good wings. They got good wings. They have a great DJ. I'm always there on Tuesday, sometimes Thursday, sometimes Saturdays, but I definitely show out. Um, I want to say shout out to the Buffalo Bills after the Bills killed on Saturday. I left. I left right behind y'all. Yeah. And then I went to the bar. That nigga wasn't there, but I oh. emceed that night. Shut it down. Like and I didn't DJ. Like, you know, when you, when there's a DJ and people, cause DJs really don't talk on the mic no more. Oh. So I didn't want to take my man's spot. He was DJing. I don't know. He got, he don't got all the songs I be needing. So mm. he DJ and I like just emceed, like, you know, dropping that shit was Big lit. All, it was so hey. many, it was packed. So shout out to that. That was fun. Um, also I haven't promoted in a while, but I'm back on my shit. <clears throat> Karaoke AF, um, please follow me on IG. It is a dope um, game. It's y'all. a dope game that I made uh, a while ago. Coming up on one year soon. This coming up on one year of release. Um, I'm about to get back into the game nights. Uh, please follow Karaoke AF game. Um, if y'all don't know it, y'all can always go to my social media and follow it. And it's from there. Um, but that's it. That's all I got. That's it. Um, is that it, Suki? Yes. All right. <laughs> With that being said, this is another black podcast. I am um your worst nightmare and I could be your best friend, but you're pushing me away. So I'm Suki. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Special guest Anthony Diaz. Thank you for coming from Jersey, homie. Yeah. Uh, y'all, y'all stay dope, right? How long did we go? Two hours and twenty six minutes. Yeah.